0: Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steven, here with me is Kevin.
0: Hey guys,
2: we
1: have Andy.
0: Hey now, he Ian. Hey, what's up, guys?
1: <laughs> what's up? And we got two guest hosts. On tonight's show, David Hill. Hey, everyone. And Hi, Dave. Chris Rybert.
3: <laughs> um, and,
0: uh, hey, Chris. Uh, hey, Chris.
1: This is episode 351 uh, the Freefall RC Crew. All right. Right. Yeah. So let's first catch up with everyone's week. Who'd like to go first?
4: Uh, I'll go first. Um, did no flying, uh, doubles, Discord, and wrenching repeat? <laughs> <laughs> um no i actually did uh, i had a lot going on last week um on top of working the crazy hours i do um and of course you know taking care of the kids and school and all that nonsense uh we had a family reunion uh this past weekend um cool. my oldest moved up from oklahoma a couple weeks back so you know got the kids all together um the ex-wife was there so we we just had a a good, good old time and um, you know we kicked back had some uh some Italian food uh it was great um that's pretty much that all that I've done um, and then it's just I was on Discord while working a double uh not a whole lot of takers uh but anyway for Friday night, there was, like, maybe, like, four of us on it, like, once, but otherwise it was, like, me, Skids, and, uh, Darren Weens. Where's it? Wines. Uh, we just... (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure out one of these days. Where's it? Daryl? I can't remember. (laughs) 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 No, we just ended up bullshitting. Um, I didn't stay for the entire double. I think I ended up clocking out about nine o'clock, and, Of course, by then, you know, RCHO is, like, full swing, so I can imagine a lot of people that usually show up on uh, Discord were at RCHO. Um, And then, of course, Saturday was the reunion, and then right back to work I went. Um, I did uh, pay for the repair in full for the Jeep, so I'll be picking that up Friday. I actually have to run to the DMV and get all get it all licensed and everything but I'm waiting up for another part to come in because they found out for it to even pass inspection uh discovered my third brake light was out so it, it they tested it it's the actual LED strip in the in the actual uh, third brake light and so I'm waiting for that to come in and I'll just go and pick it up that way they can pass it inspected right there and I can just go straight to the DMV so um, as far as my week that's that's pretty much what I've done,
0: man, I would have fixed that shit myself.
4: oh, I'm fixing the fucking uh third brake light is I can't have it here unlicensed where I live they they throw a fit over an unlicensed vehicle sitting in the parking lot, so it's oh. kind of horse shit
0: so that and what is inspection <laughs> <laughs> right? No, so it's like't uh, say that.
4: Well, it's like when I lived in Iowa, didn't have to have an inspection. You can just go and just renew your shit. Uh, Here in Missouri, you have to take it to a repair shop that is certified for inspection uh, by the state of Missouri and highway patrol.
0: The state doesn't do it? Or it's only repair shops?
4: Uh, Repair shops, you can take it to the highway uh, patrol, but, you know, do you really want to? Um, And then, like, the state of kansas they don't even have inspections you just walk in get yep. your sticker for your license plate and walk out the fucking door
0: um so yeah it, yeah i was making a joke i grew up in yeah <laughs> nazi germ a nazi jersey <laughs> <laughs> i've seen some of the cars that come out of there <laughs> it's pretty old <laughs> yeah. All Right. yeah the people's car um well dude i'm gonna go next all right. Yeah, go for it, You're dude. Do it. Does, does anybody care? No. Nobody cares. So I didn't fly this past week, uh, but two weeks ago, I got a chance to go out to the field and get some flights in. I flew a couple of planes, brought Oxy Five. had a good time with those, man. As usual, it was a really nice day on Saturday. I think Sunday it rained or the other way around. I can't remember. But I watched Steve Shaw fly his multicolored Goblin 570, the he one flew? with the guess he flew a few times he flew um up down and all over behind his head i even recorded a flight and it was pretty anticlimactic but it was good (laughs) okay he uh had a yellow boom and an orange canopy and i was just telling him pick a color man but he, he was i don't know i don't know what goes on in shawville but he was doing his own thing and it was it was cool and then um my other buddy at the field buzz, he I watched him fly too. And I got to say, both of those guys do a lot of big air stuff. And sometimes things get a little squirrely for me. I don't know. Shaw seems to like all the head speed and then some, and then crank the collective up and over a lot. And then wonder why amps are spiking. And I don't know. Ask things are falling all, off. But, uh, well, nothing fell off, but yeah, and then Buzz does some autos where he, man, he has trouble committing. I wish he would just like, it's like he can do them until he gets about 10 feet from the ground. And He's, he's, he'll even admit it, you know? He's like, yeah. And then I just, I chicken out and he, he'll hit like, you know, spool up on it or res not rescue, but, um, bail out. Bail out. Yeah. So I talked to him about that. And, you know, I was like, a couple of them, he needed some more like forward momentum, but he, uh, he was doing good with it just needed to commit needs to just put it in put put it on the ground not put it in
1: yeah let's say put it in the ground yeah
0: Yeah. and i did some wrenching uh, i think last night i can't believe i actually said that word but i did i took apart my 690 which has been sitting in the corner of my garage for like probably a month since i crashed it this was which crashed uh, inverted no, this was the this was the coming in uh, real hot after a really great flight and having the tail blade like shoot off. Yeah. <laughs> again, I've done that a few times now, and I don't know whether he it's did, the he did the
2: logo maneuver.
0: Yeah, the, I don't know whether it's the heat with the black grips, and I don't know, but I'm gonna try and find some metal replacements or something for that yeah. thing. But in the meantime, I got an XL power to work on. Hmm. Which I did take out of the box. I'm getting that ready. <laughs> That's Dave. Oh my God, Dave makes so
2: much noise. He's yeah. taking notes.
1: I think uh, every single thing you touch on your on your laptop is picking up from your laptop.
2: Something. This is a very special episode because yeah. during the intro music, you can hear David drumming.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's popping <laughs> along with it.
2: Uh-huh. I was being quiet. <laughs> No, you weren't. <laughs> it's recorded for all time. Yeah, it's out there now.
0: So I don't know who wants to go next. I had I had a pretty good week. It's been just been busy in Florida, man. I've been working on the house, doing a lot of stuff. I got. I think I sent you guys a picture. I wanted to post on Facebook, but I didn't have a chance to do that. Where I built a drawer underneath my bench, and I'm getting all my little parts. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. What's junk the, into are, this. Are you printing all those little yeah. cube things to put small parts in?
0: Yeah, it's called Gridfinity. It's a, a guy, this really eccentric guy on YouTube came up with it. It's like a grid system on the bottom. There's a European guy that came up with it originally, and he kind of like copied it. I don't know. But the yeah. European guy was 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 charging for it, and this guy just put it out, open sourced it sort, sort of. I mean, it's just right. STL files. Right. But But he also nice. put out the 360 files if you want to modify it and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's really cool cuz I've I'm saving a bunch of space believe it or not. I have those like dollar bins I bought at Home Depot, you know, a while yeah. back and I have all my mm-hmm. little nuts and bolts in them. But this you can actually customize a little bit better depending on how many you have, you know, and you can move it all around. It's 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 pretty cool. I'm I'm really getting into it. That's nice. Good thing you got a nice
2: sturdy drawer to put it in, because the first thing I thought is that drawer ever falls out. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's sturdy, man. It's leftover flooring plywood that I had from doing the upstairs here. And and then some. But, yeah, that's coming out cool. And uh, I've been working on this home assistant thing. I loaded it on a Raspberry Pi, and it's kind of like your hub for your Google products or your alexa product but it works with everything it's amazing like i just had my cheap ass wise cameras you know i had a feed brought into this and it's basically do automation stuff like that stuff you can do with alexa and google but without paying for all that stuff and it's it's there's a bit steep learning curve to it there's some programming but i'm enjoying messing with the customization ability that it has i'll be like uh probably making some kind of tablet for the kitchen where the wife can see all the cameras and, you know, weather, and then she can click on this and do other things or whatever, you know, control lights, all that good stuff. Nice. So it's, it's it's pretty crazy, but I'm just, like, I'm just diving into it now. It's it's pretty cool. So that's nice. all I've been up to, man. Who wants to go next?
2: Do you want to go, Steve?
1: Yeah, sure. All right, so what did I do? I don't
0: I don't. What did remember.
1: you do? It feels like, I don't know. It feels like it was, like, just a day or two since I did a podcast, but... Uh, basically, let's see here. Uh, I finished working on the Black Thunder, uh, getting the CGY-760R and uh, the Futaba T16iZ setup. Um, Got to give a huge shout-out to Nick Maxwell for making those videos. Those videos were great. Um, super informative. I had to watch them like three to four times to kind of get through it all to be able to set it up. Pausing um, the video tons of times, but uh, yeah. get it set up and everything moves right and everything spools up right and and it all looks proper so we'll see um but um let's see beyond that let's uh i started working on my golf case my six dollar uh thrift store deal um and turned it into a little heli carrier so i got some like some like one inch thick. I don't know what kind of foam it is, but, you know, crafting foam from Walmart. Yeah, it's about 25 bucks for it uh, for like a roll. And yeah, I used that to kind of that in a, a hot glue gun and went, at, went to town with it, you know, and just kind of glued all the plastic pieces that were bare to give it some foam padding all around inside. And then I had a couple of strips left over that I would use to like wrap around the head of um, the helices and things. So, so yeah, it's uh, it all fits. Um, I'm bringing the, the raw Puma and the uh, the 580. And basically, all I had to do was uh, take the skids off, uh, canopy off the Puma, um, tail fin, tail blades, main blades. I just took those off to have them off. And then um, for the Puma, just to make sure I had like, it was a tight squeeze. Uh, so I basically loosened my tail belt so I could push the boom in and... You know, get it a little more compressed, so I have a little more room to put extra padding on the each end.
0: All right. Um, Steve, this is for your trip, yeah. right?
1: This is for, okay. for packing up No, he's just doing it for fun. Just going yeah, to yeah. do
0: it, it's take him storage, it to the garage, you know? take it back out.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to put it in just, storage. Just drill, to carry it into did, the garage. You know? See how fast I can pack it up. <laughs> this how is how he I packs pack it up, pack it. to
2: take it out to the field every week. Right. Oh, okay.
1: Well, I, I got kids now, so I got to, you know, I asked Hunter to bring it out to the car, and he just tucks the hell into it. I could you
0: know. Sorry, Kevin. It, so. Andy, if I didn't have such a good sense of humor, I'd be like, do you have to be a dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> don't be stupid, you moron.
2: Well, I probably wouldn't be. A, I probably wouldn't say it if you didn't have a good sense of humor.
0: Well, my next question is when, when is this trip again? Is it coming up pretty soon?
2: Yeah, it's
1: this week. Day after oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Be, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm flying out day after tomorrow.
0: So, well, nice. I'm, glad, I'm glad I didn't plan on going because I don't think I'm going to get a flight out of Florida tomorrow.
1: Mm, no, probably not. <laughs> New. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. So, yeah, so it's it's all packed up, and uh, I'm also packing some luggage in there, uh, some clothes. Um, so, and you know, going back to Walmart and getting them little, um, I don't know what they're called. They're, like, first ones I've ever seen were the ones you hook up a vacuum cleaner and it's a bag that you, like, vacuum. The storage know. bags. Yeah, the storage bags, the vacuum storage bags. Yeah. But, like, just to get small ones and um, basically use... My clothes as extra padding. <laughs> um, you know, in the gaps where like, you know, there's the tail booms and things like that on the in yeah.
5: mm-hmm. telly box.
1: So but basically I, I figured, well, you know, I was like whatever, ten bucks, fifteen bucks for a pack of five. And I was like, Well, five, that's perfect. Four days worth of clothes and one day extra just in case I spill some shit on me, right? Um and I basically packed five days worth of clothes and I just figured like I'll pack it, flatten it out, put it as padding, right? Because it's gonna be dense and be pretty yeah. really good padding and um and that way also like you know i'll just i know like each day i have a basic an outfit already planned out so it's easy for me to kind of make sure uh i i have like a bag to put my dirty clothes in you know uh keep in and dirty clothes separate so i kind do of, i think it's gonna work out we'll see uh, the only thing is that uh, it made that uh, golf case uh, pretty heavy yeah <laughs> yeah so there's gonna... some overage charge yeah of, you know
2: whatever I'll be put... over 50 pounds. yeah I put some clothes, like a couple little things, in the box that I shipped out. I was going to put more stuff, but it—I realized it was getting super freaking heavy. Yeah. I was going to put a pair of jeans in there and stuff, just to. I was like, "Nah, this is going to cost a fortune." Yeah. So,
1: so that so it is. It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna be a hundred dollars. I'm thinking. The funny,
2: funny thing I'm imagining now is when you get out there and open that case the something on the heli is going to poke holes in all those bags and they're just going to explode <laughs> out
1: right. well that's even better it's like when they do the expanding foam and they pack shit yeah. the shit they do the expanding foam it like gets right to every corner and uh-huh. you
2: know opens the case it's going to blow yeah clothes are going to puke out everywhere oh man
0: i want to ask more, him how um, he's going to pack that back up without a vacuum
1: no it's, they don't use vacuums i just kind of roll it out and then see oh okay yeah, I bought the ones that didn't have like an adapter piece or nothing. They're just, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just
1: uh, a
2: Ziploc bag, basically. A big Ziploc bag. A big freezer bag, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, cool. Let's see. Beyond that, let's see. Uh, I flew on Sunday. Went to the field with uh, with my kids. And uh, we brought some kites. It was kind of a windy day. But it was nice. It was like 80 degrees. 80, 82, I think. Um, very warm. Yeah, it was warm, sunny. It was It was a perfect day. Uh, so yeah, I brought a couple of helis that I, I, you know, obviously I'm not, I don't have packed away, so I brought the raw 12s, I brought my nitro 700, and my, um, uh, my nitro HD here, let's give some, you know, some nitro 700 love there, and, uh, you know, I only had three batteries for the raw 12s, and so I banked through those pretty quickly right off the bat, um, you know, what can I can't say that helicopter, you know, I, I kind of try to break it and I can't, so, cool. Um, the 700 raw, uh, I got about, I want to say about a minute and a half in the flight. And then, you know, I kind of noticed like, oh, it doesn't sound too good. And I popped the, uh, engine cut off and, you know, I altered it down. No damage or anything. I only landed in one piece. But, uh, yeah, I took a look at the, the glow plug and, um, yeah, I had like a YS number two that I got with the motor that I... You know, when I bought this YS motor that's in there and that's the only plugs I had. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to use these. And, yeah, no, these YS number twos, I don't know if they're old or bad or whatever, but like I get a flight and then they pop. So I've probably got oh. a flight and a half and then this one pops. So
2: the, the plugs burning out or it's shooting out of the engine? It's burning out.
1: The, oh, OK. The,
2: OK. The coils get
1: all, all, you know, tangled up. Yeah. Inside. So it's the just the plugs are bad. Yeah. The plugs are just getting shot. So, um, you know. So that was about a half flight, like a minute and a half, not even a half flight, a quarter of a flight or a fifth of a flight. Um, So, you know, I threw up the Nitro HD, the raw HD version. And, yeah, I got a whole bunch of flights on that thing. I I got six, five or six flights on that, um, and pretty much back-to-back because I was there to feel completely by myself. So just, you know, one flight after the next, Yeah, you know, trying to kind of get flights done so that way I could, like, I, I think, I like, three flights and then let the motor sit and everything go down and, you know, fly you know help Hunter with the kite. And kind of, when he was done with that, go back to flying a couple more. And it was cool. We spent, uh, probably, got three, three, to say three hours, three or four hours at uh, nice. the field. We started, the early afternoon. Um, what did I do after that? I don't know. Yeah, we did something. And then, and then later on, uh, oh, yeah, this was later on at night. Oh, it was like, super late at night. And, uh, you know, I got together around, like, I guess, 8 o'clock or 8.30. No, 8 o'clock. Well, Andy and I got together at 8 o'clock, I'll, we'll say. And then, yes. um, basically, we met up with a, a bunch of other folks. Uh, really just one other folk. Or two, two from the Hellyhead podcast. And uh, we did a, a report of the Heads podcast, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty bad. They, they took an hour to just get started. <laughs> which, was, which was bad because they do a whole, like, an hour, two hour meetup the week before yeah, first to we talk about to, the show.
2: Yeah. First, we had to meet on Thursday night for mm-hmm. an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And then we did the show. We recorded on Sunday night, which it's messing me up, Steve, as well. But it was two days before we we're recording this. So, yeah, I don't know. I
5: feel
2: know what like we're we've about. already talked about everything, but we really haven't. Like, yeah. our listeners don't know what we've talked about. No, Even though I imagine
5: will.
1: it's Don't mostly the same. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we were guests on the Hell Heads podcast and I guess, uh, uh I mean, you'll hear the show when this show comes out. Uh, I think they're planning on releasing on the same time just to, uh, make it for the, the, the trip to. Yeah. Video. Traveling
2: to rodeo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um
1: but beyond that i had a super duper fomo of rcho i was pretty upset um i wasn't there we missed a lot steve we missed so much man we missed so much yeah there's no there's no like yeah it it is is what it is there's nothing we can do about it so yeah i shed a tear
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah me too uh
1: yeah um so but yeah the Heli's Heads were so apologetic about, you know, running the shit show of a show. They uh, you know I got a free hat from it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm balking that. Gosh. Hey, good money for it, just like everyone else. <laughs> All
2: now right. Was, so I guess I'll go next. Yeah. Uh, um It was fun doing the the Heads show. We I think we've both done it before, but um
5: I
1: don't think we've done it together though.
2: No, not together, I don't yeah. think. No. Um so, I've just been in preparation for going to the rodeo this last week or so. I shipped all my stuff out uh last week, like Wednesday. uh Big thanks to Greg Ringle for accepting it, bringing it to the field. It got there today. So, looks like everything, the box arrived in one piece because you never know. Could have right. Ace Ventura delivering your package, and half the stuff falls out. But he sent me a picture. It looked good, so that's I'm excited about that. Spent some time today. I didn't put a whole lot of thought into my how I was going to take my transmitter. I kind of didn't want to ship it just in case something happened to the package and it got lost or got stolen or or whatever. Like the heli and the three batteries and whatever that stuff. I didn't put anything in there that I would would really hurt me if it got wow. damaged or lost or stole and I never saw it again, but I really didn't want to lose my transmitter. Not just for the money, but because it's got all my models in it, my airplanes, you know, a bunch of stuff that would just be a real pain in the ass if I lost it. So I decided I would carry it with me and I had this small little, um, you know, those cheap, um, cases. It's kind of like a, um, It's kind of like a Nanook, but not really from Harbor Freight. I think they're Apache or something. Yeah. But they're decent little cases. And I had one of those that I thought I was going to put it in because the regular Jetty case is is pretty big. It's like a briefcase size case.
1: One and a half transmitter size. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's way too big. Well, I had this other one that the radio just fits in, but even it is really kind of big. Like, I could fit it in my backpack, but then there was no room for anything else. Yeah. And I didn't discover till yesterday that Jetty actually makes a soft shell case Mm. that is just perfectly the size of the radio. That would have been perfect, yeah. Yeah, that would have been perfect, but uh, I didn't really think about it ahead of time, so I didn't have time to order one. So I got the thing in different ways I could do it. Looked around the house, didn't find anything. Went to Walmart, started looking around, and took my radio with me. So I'm carrying my radio around Walmart, <laughs> around Walmart. <laughs> sticking it in different things to see what it would fit in. Oh, boy. It's well, I f- yeah, I found these Rubbermaid storage containers like you would put food in. It's got like a, a Tupperware bin. It's like a Tupperware, yeah. And I found one of those that it fits in. It's, it's a little – it could actually be smaller, but I couldn't find one. They either went from too small to way too big, and this one's a little bit big. <laughs> it actually worked out pretty good. I cut some foam, put it in there, and put a Velcro strap around it, and it's it will slide into the laptop pocket on my backpack and still leave plenty of room for all my other things that I need, my iPad, my you know cords, and whatever, a that's small nice. jacket. So I think that's going to work out really well. And I'm sure all the guys will be super jealous of my Tupperware transmitter case when I get to the field.
1: <laughs> yeah, do it. Especially up, man. uh do especially up. when you go Stickers out for dinner, man.
2: Yeah yeah, you go out for, yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> take my leftovers home, right. man. I think it'll oh, work out pretty well. Pretty smart. Yeah.
1: You know. If it's too hot, you could also put it in the freezer and take it out and you get your nice cold
5: uh, chill.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Plus Blow my, my trip. Yeah, plus my transmitter will stay fresh. It will right. spoil. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be good. Perfect. So I did that. I, be, I figured out um, today, like, packing what I need to take. Uh, got some... I'm I'm taking some, like, under layers, Steve. It's supposed to be cold. Supposed to be, like, 60, 60s during the day and down in the 40s at night. Mm. And So it might be... You know i don't know what 40 is out there that might not mm. be too cold if it's dry but i imagine it'll be windy and it might be super cold so i don't mm. know i'm taking plenty of layers
1: i might have to pack some more in that golf case mm.
2: yeah <laughs> i mean you can check i haven't looked in a few days but last time i looked it, it looked like it was gonna be high 60s during the day and then like low 40s at night so well.
1: I'm, I might have to do another carry-on, in, or no, not another carry-on, but another uh, luggage. I don't know if I'm going to have to pack more clothes.
0: Yeah, I, I, I got, mean, that's
1: not even packing a jacket, like a, a heavier coat. You know, that's just me having, like, a Steve, hoodie.
0: just just wear a bunch of layers on the plane and walk on like that kid from <laughs> Christmas Story.
5: Can't put my arms down. Well, I was <laughs> going to
0: wear a bunch of stuff, but
2: unless the weather changes, it's going to be way too damn hot here to uh-huh. go get on a plane and. it. 80 degrees with like three coats on but what so what i have done is I got some of the um the like the base layer thermal stuff and yeah. it rolls up it takes up no room you know yeah so I got a pair of pants I could, and a I an undershirt one or two yeah I just wear the same one every night I don't care yeah so, and um and I'm gonna take like a hoodie and then I've got this little thin windbreaker jacket that I think will be like it rolls up and doesn't take up any room either
5: yeah, like I think that'll be enough. Like that that might work.
1: If,
2: if yeah. I do a a windbreaker, a hoodie, and then I have that undershirt, I should have that should be good.
1: Yeah. Some
2: warm socks. And who knows, it may be hot as hell out there, and I don't need anything, but I I want to be prepared.
1: You're safe and sorry.
2: Yeah. So I got all that figured out and so I think I'm pretty good. You know, just making sure I got trying to plan ahead i don't travel i travel a lot but i drive everywhere i've only been on a plane you know half a dozen times so i gotta kind of make sure i got everything i need um that's guess that's it for me um just re- getting ready for this trip um, cool man all
0: what right. about our
2: guests who wants to go for well we're we gonna we're gonna catch yeah. up with them in the main topic i guess
1: yeah let's just kind of go to the main topic and catch up with them for sure yeah um, so who wants to go first, David
6: or Chris? Flip your you to. <laughs> well, I, I can, I can go first. <clears throat> so, uh, I, I guess, uh, what last time I was on the show was what, two years ago. It's so, uh, wow, yeah, um, lots of stuff have happened. I've got like four different sections of my life. One is job, one is family, one is hobby, right? Type thing um uh let's see
2: wait wait wait. what's the fourth one you got some kind of undercover thing? oh yeah second family or
6: (laughs) yeah we've got i've got um family job um uh church religion and uh okay yeah and so you're a spy uh, or something could be um So uh, yeah, in the last two years, I've had actually six bosses at work. I t- t- tend wow. to drive those guys away pretty fast.
1: Wow! Um, wow! What's your secret? Yeah,
6: you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know David is is like is good at his job. The bosses leave instead of getting rid of him. Uh,
6: so yeah, um, in the last uh, what I've had four bosses in the last six months. Uh, one of them is the, the vice president of R and D at so i work for quest diagnostics and since then everyone under him left and so uh, you know it's been i've been promoted to associate director last year last spring damn yeah, nice yeah dude yeah it's been really um interesting learning how to point fingers and tell people what to do rather than do it yourself hmm. um and with that um i <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a whole new aspect of uh, travel. So we have a lab in California, and I'm now managing people in California and um, here. Interesting. So I fly out to California once a month and try to get things working there. Wow. Um. So, you know, that's that's the job end of things. It's been um, crazy traveling that much. Uh, yes. So, fifty um, percent of my time is spent um, out of state. Um, and you know, I guess my hobby life, uh, I was really into foam building the foam core planes and, uh, stuff, you know, a few years ago that kind of slacked off. And I'm now pretty much fully quad. I do, uh, we have these EPP foam airplanes that we've built for streamer combat and we put FPV cameras on them and actually do FPV streamer combat. And that's a kick in the pants. Yeah. So, um been doing some of that. Um we have a we have a great um club. Uh actually they picked up um helicopters just this spring and we had a group of 6 to 8 that went from you know the 100 millimeters to the 700s and
5: nice.
6: And they're flying nice. now full you know 700 scale um copters and buying up the world and it's just fun to see him progress
0: that's cool, cool. man
6: um i graduated from a four inch uh quad copter, race copter uh 4s up uh, to a 6s and now i've reversed that and gone down to a three inch um 3s um tiny trainer quad race quad and uh, with all my travel i've um uh, i bought a travel bag put my quads in it batteries everything and now i take my quads with me when i when i travel and i go out to parks and zoom around so oh, nice. yeah cool it, man yeah um I have a funny experience with tsa getting on the first plane with my uh pack they pulled it all out and said well this tool's not over seven inches i can tell that but it, it it's a it's a wire cutter. You can't have wire cutters. <laughs> <And> I said, <laughs> if it's a tool, it's under seven inches. You can't stop me from taking it. Then they go, what's this? And they hold up my little box. It's got my um, battery powered soldering iron. <laughs> it's oh. a soldering iron. You can't have a soldering iron. Well, oh, it's under seven inches. I can have a soldering iron. I'll have to take that to my supervisor. Um, so Ugh, yeah, it's helped. <laughs> well, Jeez. So I was held up in line for, um, 15 minutes while this guy, um, got everything okayed. While well, the guy next to me took on a two and a half liters of, um, 95% alcohol bottles. I, <laughs> you know, what's more dangerous, you know, soldering iron or, you know, a gallon of like, you know, flammable materials.
2: Well, neither one individually, but you two guys together.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, um, you know, Guillaume, uh, he, he moved back to France, uh, last August. Oh, wow. So yeah, he worked, uh, for Bose and was, I guess him and his wife decided to move back to home, home country. So they left and he was, he and I were, um, really good pals on on the field, um, doing helicopter. And, um, so it was sad to see him leave. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I already told you in the beginning of the podcast, or maybe it's before we started recording, that um, I've been president of the at RC Flyers for the last uh, six years. And I am resigning my post as probably tomorrow's election day, but I'll, you know, it's through the end of the year. So I'll be a dead, you know, a lame duck president. Um, <laughs> so um, that's, that's my hobby life.
0: Damn, that's been a long time.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Very cool, Dave. Yeah. I didn't
2: even know you could take tools on the airplane. So you can take stuff under seven inches.
6: Yep, non sharps, yeah, you know, screwdrivers, um the um the hex drivers under under seven inches.
2: Okay. I didn't know that. Good to know.
6: And battery packs. I mean they they didn't even bat eyes at the batteries. Right. Yeah, they did, huh? Yeah, because um, I'm
1: like I, I want to bring more than one pack, and I bring
6: uh, it so I,
1: technically it's over the limit.
6: Yeah, there, yeah, there's well, you can take as many batteries under the limit as you can carry. You just can't um, have one that's so uh, over the limit. That's what I believe. Oh, so yeah, my pack's what, over the limit. Yeah, one of the times I traveled back um, last or a year and a half ago, I probably took um 16 200 or yeah 2200 milliamps so i mean it was a big huge pack and they didn't even bat an eye at that so Hmm.
0: i think i flew with a 5000 6s down to florida one time mm
6: -hmm. and they didn't
0: seriously didn't even look at it i think they were more interested in my transmitter like when they were like what's
6: this (laughs) yeah Yeah, you can't check the batteries but you can carry them on right right (laughs)
4: Yeah, when they were scanning my baggage when I was going to Raleigh, they're like as soon as the, the case went through, they're like, What the hell is that? And they unzipped the the V control case and they're like, Oh, and then they just push it off to the side. And it's like oh, okay. I guess it, I I guess the transmitters just look really freaking weird in the X ray. In yep. a box, yeah.
0: Well, cool, Dave. Yeah. It's been nice. Yeah. Congrats on getting promoted. Big time with your job, man. That's awesome.
6: Yeah. Inherit a whole bunch of responsibility, a little bit of hike and pay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no longer touching uh, those P-miles, right? Quest Diagnostics.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I Yeah.
6: I'm glad. Yeah. There's much, much worse things in life than that, though. So. <laughs> I'll tell you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's my only interaction
6: with quest diagnostics.
0: Yeah. Doing that, doing the testing. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Uh, I was going to say there's, yeah, there's one other, uh, aspect I forgot, but we'll move on. Cool. So
3: what have you been up to, Chris? Man, life, uh, you know, life does not slow down in the Rybert household. Um, if anything, it's, it's sped up. I think the last time I chatted with you guys was, I think last year on the podcast and, um, sports has taken over this household. You know, Haley's nine now and Logan seven. I feel like we go from one sport to the next sport, to the next sport, you know, we stopped softball and soccer, went right into football cheer season. Um, both are doing school sports now. So that's three, four nights a week for, uh, practices and then weekend games, weekend cheer competitions. So past, past two years has just been insane works keeping me busy, which is always good. Um, Still going strong in the hobby. I mean, 36 years in the hobby, nonstop. I have never taken a break. It's just um, I had to cut back a little. Um, I actually left all my sponsors about two, three months ago, just so I can focus on family life and try to find that perfect balance where you know, I'm always trying to help. I still try to help everybody who emails me and you know sends me you know DMs for like setup and stuff. But I just needed to kind of take a little mental break and slow down instead of trying to please everybody else and just kind of focus on myself in family and work. Um, so still flying. I mean, I flew this past weekend. I was beautiful in upstate New York. I think it was 76 degrees on Sunday. Uh, I took my Goblin uh, raw 420 in the 580 at the field on Saturday and Sunday. I had my twisted hobbies, crack yak XL out there. Um, had my little drift car in a parking lot on the way. Home. So still doing the hobby as much as I can. I'm um, just step away from, you know, from the, you know, the big obligations to try and make everybody happy. still, Posted my video, still doing my reviews. Now I can kind of just play fly with whatever I want, still tag people so people are still getting the same, you know, publicity, um, just without any strings attached. I uh got my new pink canopy from Burt, nice, Nice.
2: yeah. I think that's the one I'm gonna go with when I need a new canopy. I like the pink and the white.
3: I mean, nothing nothing beats the, the neon yellow, um, but kind of since synergy kind of went away um a lot of guys are gravitating to the sab in my club so we've got the raws and the krakens um so same part source you know we can go to Helidirect or bk i can you know help people with their helicopters so we've got four of the raw 420 so i figure go pink and uh be original with that one leave all the yellow for the older guys for their eyes but yeah i've been having i've been fun playing you know with the sabs again i uh when Kyle moved to Florida, I just kind of just went a different route, started playing with other helicopters. You know, so I flew Synergy for a few years. And and uh, I really did not like the look of the Raws when he first came out. And I still don't like the full 700 Raw. It's very too thin. So you see a lot of the components. But with the 580, I like how if you look at it from the side, it almost looks like a logo um, 550 canopy. You can see the guts, but not everything. So I started kind of liking that again. And I uh, started with the Raw. 580, and then I got to 420 not too uh, long after. And Sab, I tell you what, nothing's changed in a couple of years. And I, haven't, I haven't bought their stuff. The manuals, the part quality is just—it's—it's it's amazing. And the guys in our club, um, I've been building everybody's helicopters kind of in our clubs and help them do setup. And my three main guys who are doing all themselves, they built all their Raws themselves and their Krakens, and they were amazed at how they went together.
1: And finished top notch.
3: But, I mean, it's definitely an experience. It's not just building a kit. It's, it's a true experience from from opening the box to first maiden. So yeah, so life's been busy. Um, yeah, everything everything's going good. It's just busy, busy, busy. Um, nice. My goal this year, and I, everybody's making fun of me, you know, in the club, and my my dad is like, all right, stick to it. My goal this year is two helicopters. I've got the 420. I've got the 580. I've got two go-to airplanes. My goal is just a couple airplanes, a couple helicopters, and just Fly as much as I can when I fit it, fit, fill in the time. Instead of having you know ten different models and bringing them out there and trying to get them all in the air, just keep it keep it light for now. Winter's coming, so you know I'll be building the willy nilly stuff again, helping helping Doug out. Um He's been working on full size helicopters. He uh, got offered a job he couldn't refuse, so he's working on keeping Jet Rangers flying. Oh wow! Uh, nice. So he's been with any new willy nilly kit since last winter, so I'm sure. Once it slows down, he'll get back to some production of some new kits, and I'll be building them and helping people out, like always. Cool. Hey, your
6: you're willy-nilly kit. Um, last time we were talking about it, let's see, Steve, Kevin, I all bought one. Did anyone finish theirs? Andy, did you get one of those? I
2: got one. I think everyone finished it but me.
6: Okay, I well.
0: Mine. I still have it. You,
2: could, you can throw me on like that list. 14 of them, I
6: think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't you? Uh, yeah. yeah, mine has yeah, the yeah, wings put nice. together. Yeah, I I fiberglass the wings. Um, oh, nice. And so, and it's super light. It's really, really strong. Um, but I haven't put it all together yet. So that's one of, one of the things I'm looking forward to this coming summer.
3: They're fun for for the size. I'm amazed. But I mean, it's balsa wood. Balsa it flies better than anything. I'm just amazed at how much fun you can have with a little, you know, two fifty gram. Little plane and uh, the walls, the walls light now. Um, but I think I built last winter, well, last winter was a quiet year. I think I built, built like seven of them, and most of them were just club built. I built them for the guys over the winter. So there's probably a good dozen in our club now, and they're fun. Great you ever guys, do
6: combat with them?
3: <laughs> I'm all <laughs> much loving the, the foamy, like we, we do our, our streamer cut with like the Twisted Hobbies planes and stuff like that. But I put much time into willy nillys and making these things look nice. I can't go out there and destroy
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I had the Barnstormer. Uh, it kind of looks like a mini ugly stick,
7: if yeah. I
0: remember. Yeah, and I 3D printed, I designed and 3D printed the little Cox motor standoff for the brushless yeah. motor. Just It worked great because it pushed the CG out perfect. And yeah, I flew that a few times, man. I used to bring that every now and then to the club and fly it around. And like Chris saying, it's. It's You know, yeah, it's it's obviously heavier than uh, foamy that size, but it flies really good. I did, needed almost zero trim when I tossed it out for the first time, and I think flew great, man. They fly really good. I had the Cub, too, but I haven't put that together. That's still in the bag.
3: One thing I learned the hard way, and it kind of broke my heart, is with the GLH or, like, the F-86 prop jet back there, back there um, definitely have higher expo and lower weights made in flight I tossed that f86 prop jet and it it banked hard so I banked the other way and uh, I just corkscrewed it and ripped the wing right in half so luckily I, I, was, I was doing I was the first one to have one that was a beta kit so I'm trying to get the videos made and stuff for Doug and uh, he sent me a wing kit built the wing in like you know half hour recovered it and went out there and raised my expo, lowered my rates and the thing flies on rails he even um he even sent me a 4s pack for it to try out Oh, damn. orange prop haven't tried it, or it already screams on 3s with a five inch prop and he's got he sends me a 4s pack with a four inch prop or whatever carbon fiber and the thing's gonna rip <laughs> damn
0: that's cool man yeah i thought those things flew great man and it was cool for me too like coming out of the foamies, and and just i've never built a balsa kit like a giant one so it was great to have the little one and little Little bit of covering experience, too, you know, going on with that. That was cool.
3: Yeah. David, just keep them off the ground or Bill, Bill, and will run them over with a car. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, what do you cover your guys's, uh, Will and with? Just uh,
3: monocoat? Really, the one that
6: they sell. They have a lightweight yeah. version.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it's really, yeah. cool. it's basically like park light.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: But I think, it's, I think it's more forgiving than park light. And, uh, it's inexpensive, too. And if you buy, like, the super combo of everything you need, you, two rolls will cover the plane. And now he's got all the all the colors and patterns. So I really like that that the stuff.
2: Yeah, that's what I use, too. Good stuff. I never got that far, so I don't know. guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know whether it was flight test kits or the, the willy-nillies or any, anything else. Like, uh, I never got too crazy about making it as light as possible or, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. Just built it, built it as best as I could and just flew the shit out of it. Figure you get enough speed. It'll fly. (laughs)
5: Right. Yeah.
6: For a time I was into um, seeing how light I could build wings. And so I actually cut ribs for wings out of the foam core board and um, made built up wings, tissue paper covering with fiberglass over the top of tissue paper It, uh, it, it's pretty strong, um, very, very light and can take a hit. Um, so it's just too, it's, it just takes too much time to build. It takes forever.
2: I've still got that sample you sent. Yeah. Of the, of the wing wing with the cord. It's Uh a pretty neat way to do it. I was impressed. Yeah. So I've got, what's that?
3: still using fiberglass cloth and then resin over top of it.
6: Yeah. So what what you do is, um, if you've ever been an old um, balsa builder, you can use uh, tissue paper and then dope. Instead of using dope, if you um, if you use you know first squirt it with water and tighten up the tissue paper, and then use um, epoxy resin and water, or you make it really light and just paint it on, it actually hardens on top of the tissue paper. And then you can take, I use um, 0.65 ounce per square yard um, cloth and just go over the top of that with as, as little resin as you can possibly get on there. And you can, and it's, it's really tough. And for some of my wings, you put on two layers and, you know, and have the weave in opposite directions and it almost becomes indestructible.
3: Wow. Yeah, I think one of the guys did it with his willy nillys is GLH. He strengthened the whole thing with fiberglass. So he had he had four S and F thing, and it went over a hundred. <laughs> yeah. like, damn. Uh,
1: at that point, it's a composite plane. It's not even uh, it's a kit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
6: You just need the um, the shell to put it on, and uh, what? Well, yeah, once you get the fiberglass on, it's the fiberglass takes all of the all of the stress.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I just can't imagine a two foot wing span plane like doing a hundred miles an <laughs> hour. That must have been crazy, oh,
2: man. I never see it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: All right. Uh all right. So I guess let's kind of move more into some other questions here. Um kind of I guess going back to when you first started getting involved with uh with us and uh, the podcast, you know, kinda of, I don't know. I guess go over your experience from your point of view. Um, obviously, we have our point of views, but this was a long time ago, so curious to hear, you know, how'd you guys uh, get involved supporting our, our show?
5: Let me
6: ask you, um, Steve, do you remember meeting me at Flight Fest? Yeah? Do you, Kevin? I remember, yeah. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> I remember talking
0: to you the the last night we were talking about the whole fiberglassing stuff. Steve and yeah. I were talking about fiberglassing the, the flight test planes. Yeah, Which, yeah. Would you have a vegan, a vegan that you fiberglassed or you showed us the sample?
6: Right. That was, I showed you, um, how to, how to put fiberglass on top of foam core board. Yeah. And then I showed Steve how to fold it by just creasing it and then fold it. And he thought that was really, really cool.
5: Yeah.
6: And then we, and then the following year or no, it was a couple of years later, you guys decided to do uh vegans at your freefall RC podcast, um, what
1: fiberglass the crap out of it
6: yeah steve (laughs) built one that was um 40 pounds of fiberglass (laughs) more like 40 pounds of
1: resin with like you know a pound of (laughs) fiberglass yeah
6: and bottom
1: was thick you could not break it
6: yeah yeah Gil made one and uh um it got run over by a car but it still flew um (laughs) and and i built one and i stupidly put uh streamers around the inducted fan well it actually torque rolled it into the ground um there's so much um spinning uh, air coming out of the exhaust that it just torqued it right into the ground that was disappointing because it flew so well before i did that but i thought it would be cool and add a whole bunch of streamers um and it was fast it was really really fast
0: and i think i had a 6s version at that point that's the one i had there
6: yeah well i read the instructions wrong on the on the on the motor um mine was supposed to be a 3s uh inducted fan and i put it on 6s
5: and
6: it's 70 millimeter going you know three times as fast as it should have and it was very very fast and i haven't burned it out i've still got the motor i crashed the vigan um later that year i i did a uh, steep climb and just folded the wings, pancaked them, tacoed. It was, it was pretty impressive.
0: Nice. I, so, I think I still have my success somewhere.
6: Yeah. So that, that's when we met and then I think it was, uh, you know, I followed you for a couple of years and then, uh, I can't remember how it happened, but, um, I noticed that you're, um, I, I'll just call it out. Um, Steve was getting behind in his uh, postings to the (laughs) way behind into the flight test flight test forums. And, um, so I, I sat there, copy, pasted, copy, pasted, copy, pasted all your episodes in there. There must've been like 150 of them. And then I sent you a little text (laughs) message saying, (laughs) Hey, look what I, look what I did. And Kevin went, what? Wow. And then Steve and Steve just basically said, You're staff now. <laughs> You're hired." <laughs> <laughs> so that you know, uh-huh. that's how it happened. Nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think Fred Fred built that space for us originally, and yeah, I was updating it. And I think I pulled a Jeff. I think after like three episodes, I was just like, "I'm done with this.
5: <laughs> <I'm> done
1: <laughs> with this shit it's too much." And yeah, and David uh, stepped up and uh, took care of that. So yeah
3: appreciate it no it was um, fun yeah so uh my experience with you knuckleheads i uh mm-hmm. like always answering you know pms i uh, had this had this cool guy anthony garcia uh messaged mm. me help on yeah Snapchat.
1: god what happened to anthony
3: <laughs> and, uh, i was going back and forth with anthony for like a week you know helping him out you know set up his helicopter he's like hey um my buddies here in new jersey that they started a podcast you should you should come on I'm like, they probably don't know who I am. I'm just like a YouTube guy who helps people uh, out there. He's like, no nah, man, you should, you should be in are cool guys. So I think, uh, you guys got me on the show. We started talking some mm-hmm. scales, And by this point, I think I was already a couple thousand followers in on my RCU, uh, Facebook and YouTube channel. Um, so we did a podcast, we did the scale stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, Hey, you guys are awesome. I'm going to share you out. get you as many likes as possible. Let's even get over a hundred likes or whatever it was. And, uh, so I kept sharing the podcast out, and then uh, I think I returned the next podcast a few times later. I brought Kyle Stacey on. So that's uh, where Kyle Stacey came on there um, right. and just bounced back and forth to different topics here or there. And at the time, I don't think we had a website, so I'm like, you know what? You know, I, At that time, I had my own personal website, the Chris Rybert RC, along with my yeah. Facebook. I was using the GoDaddy, so I'm like, you know what? It's not that much money get a domain name. You know, you guys got the podcast. Let's get um, – a website going so steve gave me permission to do that and i started a website that he never updated uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> seen a theme here. And a theme, I, yes. I, I sold steve his first v-control radio i think i sold kevin his first goblin helicopter yeah i still have that radio somewhere
0: i so, no longer have the goblin helicopter
3: yes yeah, so that's where it came about mr garcia introduced us and we've been brothers ever since
0: yeah, you set up his six ninety, which I still have. Still fly to this day. I mean, that was geez. That thing's gotta be six years in my hands now.
3: I uh I was lucky enough to be on the show when Nick was around. So we did the first annual free fall RC podcast fun fly. So I made it down to the first one yeah. we had at, at the farm. Mm-hmm. And um and you guys made it up to my uh Helly Jamboree. So it was it was a good couple of years when we all had some free time. Waiting, oh, yeah, waiting.
0: damn. And I was when I was closer. I love that that event you used to throw up there, Chris. That was Damn. freaking awesome.
3: If anybody can make it this year, it is uh, the 20th annual.
0: Oh wow! Oh wow!
3: Helicopter January, so I'm trying to go big this year. We got the fireworks as always. We're bringing cooking back, so we we'll be doing our own burgers and dogs to keep money in. Um, and I'm gonna make it huge the 20th. You know, I'm I'm getting tired, but I love putting on and seeing everybody. Um. I was still short on pilots last year because, again, it did not fall on Labor Day, so people didn't have that extra day to travel. And a lot of my Canadians, no Canadians, came down because they thought it was Labor Day weekend. I'm texting them, going, "Where are you guys?" They're like, "Oh, we'll see you next week." And I'm like, "No." Oh no! No, so this oh, week. So I, as soon as the first of the year hits, I'm going to get a flyer going and just start blasting it out to everybody so they can get it on their calendar. So since since it since the other um, 19 years, it's always the last weekend in August. It just happened to fall on Labor Day weekend for like four or five years in a row, and that's what people drilled in their heads.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Last man. weekend in August, and the 20th, baby, we're going to go big. Post- oh, Mars- the first year a helicopter got hit by a mortar. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, right? <laughs> Jason was
1: flying as uh, a goblin, I think,
3: right? Uh, it was his uh, old T-Rex 550E or oh, something. it was,
1: T-Rex, yeah.
3: It was, it awesome. was disposable. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Uh so let's see here. What are the questions do we have? First of all, why'd you stick with us for so long? Both you guys, come on. <laughs> Seriously.
6: Yeah, I was gonna say friends are hard to come by nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah. Touché>.
5: Okay. No,
6: <laughs> awesome.
3: uh, it's all about the friends meeting this hobby. You guys are awesome and the fact we got to hang on person a few times that mm-hmm. that fine everything. But it's a, it's a frenzy making a hobby, That's what it's all yeah. about.
6: Yep, I agree. You
3: know, it's 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 hard enough to find time for me to come on for an hour or two tonight. And how you guys have done it year after year after year, man! I I give you guys I salute you. It's it can't be easy, especially as the kids get older. Steve, you have more kids, and you know it's just it's gotta be tough. Kevin, you're moving I mean, here and yeah. there, and Andy, you've got the farming. Ian well he he wrenches in discords but you know
0: <laughs> yeah
3: but yeah you guys you guys have been killing it i'm proud of you guys
0: thanks man thanks dude
3: so when you guys are ready after steve you get your questions i've got questions for you guys the main four hosts um i think i, I think the top 10 shotgun round i think i came up with that years and years ago uh, So i've got top five shotgun rounds some simple questions for you guys um when you're ready nice. Table,
1: yeah. How do you want okay. to do it? Do you want to do uh, I guess
3: round table each one. Yeah, I'll fire them off, and you guys just go round table. And it's funny, you guys were talking about last. So last week's show was awesome, guys. Having every all as many podcasters as is possible, I that show <laughs> that was,
1: was a lot of us. i'd yeah.
3: be talking over <laughs> talk. I don't know if it was the editing thing, editing, but that show came out perfect, and you guys unfortunately answered some of the questions I had, so I got it down <laughs> to shotgun round. Um. So I know this is kind of a, a tough one because I know it's changed for me over the years, but um, favorite heli to date, whether you own it now and still fly it or just your favorite overall heli. I know what mine was. Unfortunately, it's gone, but favorite heli to date.
0: Ooh. I'm mm-hmm. saying Oxy 5 because that's just been such, such, for me, it's been a good heli. 6 9 has been close second, but man, that Oxy 5, dude, zero maintenance and I just take it out and beat the crap out of it as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So that's a tough one for me, but I, I think I'm gonna just go ahead and just straight out say it goblin black nitro. Um, I like the way it flies when it does fly. Wrenching, that's a different story. Um, and then there's the NX4, which it flies, doesn't have enough. He said
2: helicopter, much. not helicopter. I know
4: it, it's like it's like a big <laughs> toss-up between the two. Because they're both nitro, it's just one. Flies so good when it runs, the other one just will not die, which is the NX4. So it, it's a hard toss up for me, but that's what I've got.
0: Did he pick one? I, I
4: no, he don't he want to did. happen <laughs> He doesn't know what he's doing.
0: <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> well then pick one.
2: Okay, NX4, it runs. Okay. okay. For me <laughs> for me, I'll you know, the joke is my favorite one's the last one I've flown. Or the one that I'm currently flying the most, because I usually crash one and then just fly the next one in line forever and ever. But I want to say the Protos Max V2, because it has sentimental value as the first 700 kit I built, and I put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of flights, lots of crashes, lots of learning, learning autos, learning inverted autos. So the memories of it probably make that my favorite
4: nice
1: all right for for me um so i mean i i fly goblins they all let's be honest they all feel pretty similar so they all you know it's hard to pick like one specific one but if i had to pick one that like you know if i look back at all my flying that i've done with all my helicopters and which is the one where like after a flight i'm like literally jumping up and down with joy on how much fun i had would be a kraken 580 nitro that one nice. helicopter i've flown and there's moments where like you know i'll fly super low to the ground and i'll, I'll be like super excited i'll be like talking to myself out the field you know because you know 80 percent of the time i'm flying by myself at my local field and like and i turn around I'm like fuck no one was there to watch it like it was such a good, <laughs> fun, and so much fun and no one was there to even witness it you know and, yeah and, and like that like knowing that Moment or that feeling or that expectation that I had really makes me think, like, yeah, that's the helicopter. Like, I had so much fun. And I wanted to share that fun. And, you know, I was like, oh man, it no was there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. cracking 580 Nitro. I mean, it, it could be that 580 Nitro size in, in general or the 600 Nitro. The 50. Um, but, yeah, that's the one I, I found last. And that was good. so
0: I find it interesting that only one of us said a 700 size. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're like 600 or lower the other three
2: yeah that is weird you guys are weird
0: i'm being honest man
2: you're just
4: learning this now after
3: how many years
2: yeah it's true i know i just forget
3: sometimes
2: (laughs) okay chris what's the next one
3: the next question you guys kind of talked about this a little bit on the podcast last week um it doesn't have to be while recording so best podcast memory it can be anything involved in the podcast whether the fun fly on the mic, off the mic, as long as it's related to you know FFRC. Um, my best memory, other than hanging out with you guys, was at the first fun fly where I just threw down my logo 480. And I'm like, last fly of the day. I'm like, my wife's here. She's coming to pick me up with the kids. And I just shoot this auto where I was committed. And I did a sliding auto from one end of the geotech <laughs> yeah, the
5: other geotech. That, and nice.
3: I'm, I'm out, boys. Done. So best podcast memory on or off the field. I know you guys chatted a lot last week, but best podcast related to memory.
0: Wow. I've got one. Good because I gotta take some time to think about that so, one.
2: So I've got a specific moment, but in general, hanging out with Steve and Kevin at Urcha in twenty nineteen was it? Nineteen was a good one, yeah. And the and the funniest part of the whole trip is Kevin falling off the guard. Golf cart. While the golf cart's moving <laughs> two miles an hour and making so a, a very go. slow turn, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget that. Oh uh, yeah. Ethan uh, on the back, li- dying, yeah. laughing. All of us laughing.
0: Uh,
2: Kevin jump up like what, what? What?
0: What? Didn't spill my drink.
2: He was laughing too. <laughs> didn't spill his drink. Yeah, that was a really fun time.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking like while we're recording or what I've had some really good times at our fun flies, like the, the I don't know whether they're the free fall ones or just our local Jersey ones, um, down at Allen's airfield. I remember hanging out, talking, I was, I was heavily intoxicated and I was talking to, I think Wes Pennypack and we were talking about old school stuff. And that was a lot of fun. I had a good time at that fun fly, but Urcha was really fun Especially, especially the story about uh, me and Steve in Walmart buying the liquor, and Steve looking at me going, You think you're going to finish that bottle? And it was <laughs> yeah. almost gone the first night. Uh-huh. <laughs> and
1: Over
0: then I, bottles, woke, like,
1: we killed it, you know? I woke
0: up first the next night. morning, and I was still, I was really still like out there. Uh-huh. And and Devin came running up to me, you know, all excited, and he was like, Oh, there's a there's a golf cart flipped over on center stage, and I just started laughing in his face, and he's like, "You know something, don't you?" And I had no idea. I just thought it was the funniest thing. Wait, you know, I'm still half in the bag, and he comes running up into my face, like it was just caught me. You know, as being hysterical, and then he just went running off. But Yeah, there's been I, I couldn't narrow it down, Chris. There's been, been, been so many stuff. good times. I remember you doing that auto. I remember it was freaking cool as shit. Um, I've tried to do similar <laughs> autos. I did one here in Florida, like probably last year with 690, and all the plankers were like, Holy shit. Did he just land that like a plane? And it's just, I don't think it was that hard to do, you know, just slide down the, it's just, you gotta, you gotta plan it and not screw it up, not turn it sideways, but, Mm -hmm. uh, man, don't hit a staple. I don't know. Over the years, there's been some really good, good memories and funny things. Along the way mm.
2: you're talking about that reminds me that when i come up to the fun father allen's i met david mm-hmm. and had a lot of fun there doing the recording went after pizza that night we had a lot of good times
0: yeah. yeah yeah i liked flying those those vegans that was a lot of fun i'm glad dave came down to fly you know even though he doesn't fly helis you know fly on the the backside with the planes and stuff man i still have that jet you built dave
6: Oh really? I was going to ask garage
0: about that. My in jersey, yeah. Still have that. <laughs> Freefall Jet still exists. Nice. Uh
4: for me, I have to say is uh being surprised with a uh plane ticket for uh RCHO and uh just getting to meet everybody and just kick it with uh Andy and Steve and at Disneyland, I mean what could be better than that um and then of course uh you know the crowd heckling me to uh do dumb stuff uh i that was where i first uh tried doing um uh, uh half pirouettes and did it in hell i've been working on it with on the simulator and you know the the crowd pushed me to do it and sure enough i did and then uh I believe we uh finished off uh, the event uh doing Me and Steve doing combat. That was some fun shit, even though it was unintentional combat, but hey, I'll take it. It was fun. That's unintentional.
0: It's just been, it's been a fun seven years. Sure, there wasn't consent. Uh,
4: I was like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And then sure enough, I was like, consent to me then.
2: (laughs) Every flight
4: uh, with the little heli's
2: combat for Steve. He's like, little Heli, little Heli, M two, M two? Okay, let's go. Four fifty. Let's, it, let's
4: go. I cut his shit in half.
1: <laughs> uh, let me see. So for me, it's it's hard to say. Just I don't know. Seven years is a long, long time and many events, many times gathering, meeting many, many people. Um, obviously, you know, meeting everyone on this show here. Also, you know, meeting all the listeners and stuff. Um, I have to say the events. You really are the ones that just pop in my mind. You know, obviously, urchin is a big one, but I would have to say even like, I don't know. I don't know which one it was. I was so drunk at that event. <laughs> 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 podcast, And I remember I'm just like, I'm so drunk and I'm talking to uh Kevin Barnett's daughter. And I'm like, she's like six years old and I'm like I'm stupid drug. I shouldn't be talking to a six year old this drug. Like this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, how do I keep this like age appropriate for six year old? Well I'm like, you know, <laughs> not really in my right mind, right? So yeah, yeah. Um yeah. And then and then Urchin Record with Bird and that the one that was the the lost record one, you know. That one was a fantastic show. Even the one with Jimmy Jones. I just any a fun you know Yeah,
2: that was almost my favorite was the one the first urchie you came to i think was 2018 steve and we did the jimmy jones and Mm -hmm. john allen monty and all those guys there yeah that was a lot of fun yeah
1: that was a lot of fun so i i would say the event i just can't pinpoint one you know all of them a lot of fun you know i mean we we, we don't have mike on the show here we should have probably had to get mike on the show as well here but um you know, Mike D just coming to all the Virginia events and, and you know, basically just having a mobile cooler all around his shoulder and and I don't know how many shot glasses, just a whole package of shot, plastic shot glasses. You know.
4: Oh, to man.
1: Every single person at that event that could drink.
4: I couldn't walk a straight line.
0: Yeah.
4: You
3: know, um.
0: Yeah. I've had a lot of good memories from Fredericksburg over the years. Yeah, for
3: sure. A lot of, a lot of fun so here here's a good question uh depending on how many years you've been in the hobby worst mistake you've ever <laughs> made. wait a minute say that again chris yeah worst you've ever made in in the hobby pilot, mistake. yeah error, error error worst mistake ever
2: It's a tough Uh, one for me because I don't ever make mistakes. So let me think. (laughs) So, so, (laughs) so, so
3: meeting Bill and count?
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, poor Bill.
1: (laughs) I haven't haven't sniped him hard in a long time.
5: Yeah.
1: All right. So, what do you guys got?
2: We got to be nice to Bill, Steve. He caught pretty hell on the Hillyheads Mm. cast. Um, Mm. First mistake
3: like
1: mistake
3: with like a helicopter like i, I know anything happened. like kevin had a good help 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 when okay. it happened over the freeway so example i'm 8 years old and um i just dead stick my trainer nitro trainer it lands again it was dead stick when i was flying full throttle so as 8 year old kid i bring it down i refuel oh, it oh you need started I, it my radio's over here on the ground my hands on a greasy plane I started up, go for my radio and a full throttle plane with an OS fifteen. I was kneeling down. Went right into my right knee. Shot me five times on my knee. Ugh. Two probably half oh. a
5: an-
3: where open up my knee. And uh, tell my brother to go to the house and grab my parents and he runs in and they come out and my leg is just covered in blood, like I can see the bone in my knee. Oof. And- just remember an eight-year-old kid the whole way to the hospital just crying, going, Don't take my planes away. Don't take my planes
5: away.
3: <laughs> it was crazy to think back in the eighties, you know, the doctor he took the stitches out like a week too too soon. And um the the wounds start reopening. So the guy just like puts a butterfly band-aid on and says, you know, let it heal. So now mm. you can't see any of the marks except except for the two cuts on my knee, but they opened up. I got scars like probably a quarter inch, half inch wide on I mean, my and i used to tell all my ex-girlfriends back in the day that uh i got bit by a shark in florida when i was a kid
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my ex believed that. Nice. So that that was a dumb mistake in the hobby but you know just just curious if anything's ever stood out where you're like damn i'm a dumbass i should not have done that you know, i got
0: one i definitely got one it's the 450 fly barred heli that i had and i reversed the throttle. <sighs> Uh, because i thought it should have went the other way and it spooled up 100 percent in my (laughs) garage and i had to hit it like the hulk like i had to like punch it down and it went all over the place just like in a million pieces i was like that was the dumbest thing up to that date (laughs) that i could have possibly done I was like, "How stupid was that? like get <laughs> your hand right off. I didn't you know it's there. like after, it's after working on it like for a couple hours, and now you're programming it, and you're kind of getting tired, and it was like three or four hours like after I started, and I don't even know why if something wasn't either the <laughs> either the uh, collective was going in the wrong direction, and, and I figured, oh, I'll just switch the throttle channel, and I had it on normal mode, and it just went 100 percent full throttle, came right up off the ground
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, right in front of me.
1: I kind of have a similar one, and and I wasn't gonna bring this one up. I was gonna bring another one up, but I'll kind of bring both of them up because they're both stupid and have been some, should have made those mistakes. But uh, uh, Black Nitro. One day at Polda, I was having some issues getting uh, the motor running or something, and you know, um, I went into you know model setup in a V bar and said, okay, well, let me just redo the, you know, the throttle setup, the servo and everything, right? And um. I reset it, but on goblins, uh, anyone who flies goblins, all their nitros, all of their nitros, you have to reverse the servo. Um, so it has to be in a reverse setting and not a normal setting. Well, when I reset the channel, I reset it to uh, normal. Didn't know about it. Did my endpoints again? I did the right endpoints, meaning close and open. But no, it was right endpoints, but opposite. So open was closed, and open, you know, yeah. open. And I hot started the heck out of that thing. And it's the first time I ever hot started. So I had no idea what the Heck I was doing right, like ah, it's like screaming. I'm like holding the head, and it's like, what the hell do I do? Yeah, and I think uh, I forgot who or someone might have came over and pulled the fuel line and you know killed it. And I was like, ooh, yeah, you know, totally roasted the clutch, you know, just power everywhere in the motor. In the fan, in the ooh. Um, damn, but so, so your your you know 450 throttle reversing kind of gave that that memory as flashback. But the one I was going to rich say is, uh, I had a Gaudi X. Seven, 700 Gowie and I did a flight um, here's a precursor I did the maiden successful maiden but this was when I first started flying bigger helis and started flying backwards and stuff so I was flying backwards and um, I might have I may have forgotten the little RC body clips that go on a Gowie thinking mm-hmm. that, hey you don't need to put those on they will stick on and well no not when you're <laughs> flying backwards it won't so hmm. the canopy went through and you know <laughs> You know, it, it pulled the ESC wire, um, you know, battery off the ESC. So, like, it just died and it popped down. And that's not the mistake. I mean, it is a mistake, but that's not the big mistake. Me fixing the helicopter, you know, it did some damage. And I had to replace some parts here and there. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't like the way this nail's set up, you know. I'm like, can't get to the... You know, the programming port the USB. So I'm going to swap this thing around. I swapped it around and I oh, rotated it around. <laughs> mounted it back on the helicopter. Going.
5: Went to oh, pull the...
1: <laughs> All right, this thing rebuilt and ready to go. Battery, oh, no. get on that flight line, put it on that little rubber mat that we have for helicopters. And I started spooling up and it sounded okay until it got land on the skids and went... Rip-sh! And ate itself ate it's completely.
2: It's, yeah. Oh, man.
1: Blades wrapped around the boom and the head, and everything just ate itself. And I'm just like, What the, f-? you know? And I look at the heli, and I, of course, you know, I picked it up, and I'm like, Oh, yeah, that was backwards. Yep. that was- thing was backwards, huh?
3: With um, oh, ate yeah. a Urukai one day before we went to OHB for him to debut the Urukai, he grabbed a Neo off one of his helicopters, never changed a direction. And we're standing like you know, like idiots five feet from this huge Urukai, and it spools up, and within. 10 seconds, Mm. tips over, eats our brain of Geotech. This is literally, this is like day seven of us having our Geotech runway, and I plow my 480 logo into it and cut it up. And then two days later, Kyle tips Yurikai into it. Cuts the tailbone right off this urukai. So now Enrico has to overnight Kyle a boom down to Bert so we can get this urukai built for Mm. OEG. Oh, it sucks. (laughs) I think think we've all done the you know, accidental reversing of this channel or that channel just yeah. proves we're human. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure a ten ton, 10 things he's done. That's, that's been wrong. He's
4: always wrenched uh, Well, for me, um, I have done that. It was like my first fly barless I ever messed with. It was the 7200 uh, BX. Um, it was on my blade 500 X and I had got it all together. And I was just trying out some of the settings, you know, just see if I did everything right. And I went to do a hover in the street and my mom and the kids were getting ready to leave to go to the store around the corner. And uh, I went to first take off and it started doing the whole like it was counteracting my inputs. So I landed. I uh, I check over the settings and everything and I just could not figure out what was going on. I moved a couple of the settings. Uh, if you remember, it's the color-coded dots. And, right. uh, yeah, I went to bring it back up into a hover, and that thing went one way and went completely tail into the asphalt out in front of my street. It just absolutely exploded. I found the tail servo all the way down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I Mom comes back, and she's like, what the hell did you do? It's like nothing. I'm still picking up pieces out of the street. Um, I was actually able to get it back together within like a week or two. And I went ahead since I was completely clueless on a fly barless machine. I went to the local club and they, they had gotten me set up and in the air, but it was the swash direction that, that pretty much uh, made me crash.
3: Yeah, well, we've all been there, done that. Well, so before the next question, guys, whose mistake is this? You don't want to hear my mistake? I thought you already didn't you tell us your mistake? No,
2: I said I don't make mistakes. That's, make mistakes. That's, <laughs> that's a but damn lie. That was a mistake. Well, well, I, you guys reminded me of, I guess, the worst one. I mean, I've done all the reverse the ailerons when you first start now, just all the stupid things, hit trees, put planes in trees. Probably the worst one was that I somehow forgotten about. I guess I blocked it out. Uh <laughs> same story as all you guys at the damn throttle. I had my, uh, I just gotten a, a, it's a 74 inch edge, 540 3d hobby shop, which is extreme flight now has a, an electric 35 CC gas equivalent motor on 12 S, um, and I don't even remember what I was doing. I had flown it, but I had it in the living room. I'm sitting in front of it, no pants on, prop on it. No, messing was you... something else. Had just oh, got my no. Jetty radio. So it has a, I think it had a 14 or 16 inch wooden prop. And I, I wasn't reversing channels, but I somehow unassigned, I somehow took the throttle channel from the, Throttle and put it on a switch. So, as soon as I clicked (laughs) that, it went 100%. And so, I caught the prop with one hand, broke the prop, but then it did come around and cut my leg up pretty good, like my thigh. (laughs) Me sitting here in the living room. But it it didn't really, like, lacerate it enough to where I need stitches. It more just bruised and, like, scratched it up. Cause I I bruised broke <laughs> I broke the prop with my hand like as soon as it started, like I grabbed it, but then it broke and like bruised my hand up, bruised my leg up. That was probably the worst one I've ever done. Wow, See, Andy, helis are way safer than planes. Just mm-hmm. saying, I've never yeah, been hurt just by a heli. Punch
1: them down to the ground, like yeah, whenever they, <laughs> they act up,
2: you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. About that.
3: When? So who who made this mistake right here? Who was that?
0: <laughs> that was Justin Pucci.
3: <laughs> oh, that was a different my. show. Yeah. Hey Pucci. All right. So I know you guys talked about this last week on uh, the multi podcast, but uh, things you, you'll miss most about FFRC.
4: Things will miss the most. The listener feedback and the people. But then again, you know. I mean, we'll still see people at the field, you
0: know.
1: Yeah, I think the You're... main thing for me would be talking to the rest of these guys, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say too.
1: Yeah, that's not going to happen as frequently, obviously.
4: No. Oh, it's going to happen still. We're it's... never going to shut up. <laughs> He's got well, our you number.
1: don't, but <laughs> everyone else is pretty busy during the day to day, so we don't. Yeah, really talk
2: that's too much. true. So... That's a good point, Steve. We'll have to make a point to re- like. Catch up every couple of weeks yeah. or something.
1: Gonna pull Kevin out of Florida and actually have him come to an event outside of Florida without the, without Steve having to drag him out.
2: Damn Steve.
0: right, yeah,
2: yeah. I think by next year he'll get some time built up. Yeah. yeah, Gets the he'll, wife moved down. Everything. Right. will be there he'll, more he'll often. He'll Next couple to. years he'll get everything sorted out.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> I moved down and I I owed time because I two yeah. weeks after I moved down I had to fly back right. and drive my sister down. Right, and yeah, it was just, and then now the I don't know, I'm I'm building up some time. so yeah,
2: get sorted out next
0: year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah. I'll miss that too. I'll miss talking to you guys. I won't miss talking to you guys. I mean, it's just it seems like for me the, the hardest part now since my time my work time has shifted is just finding time like after work to do anything. So, but uh, but I mean that's that's the bad part. I mean, I'm going to definitely miss talking to you guys each week. And I, I keep thinking of all people out there saying, well, if you miss it, why you, why are you stopping? You know, why are you going to stop doing it? It's just got to a point where, you know, we're running out of stuff to talk about and kind of getting to be more like a work thing for me than, than a fun thing. Yeah. But I'm I'll keep mm-hmm. in touch with you guys. And like, I think I touched on it last week's Chris, like I'm going to miss a lot when I go to events um, cause I look up to ev- everybody that I, that I've met in the hobby and I, I, I can fly pretty good, but I don't, I don't see it that way. Like I see it as just the, the cool bunch of guys that I, I hang out with and just adding to that as what I'm going to miss, you know, like, cause that doing the podcast has easily gotten me in touch with like a, a greater number of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's well, so, up, dude? Sure.
3: So the last question's a tough one. I'm still going back and forth. I have not got a definitive answer from anybody. It's uh Pringles or Stacks. Oh stacks. It's Pringles. No question, Come on.
0: You,
1: For me no it's question. Pringles.
3: I'm sorry, Andy. Any no, Pringles? you guys don't know anything.
0: I know what I like, <laughs> I don't like Stacks. I'm old school.
1: I like what I like because I'm
4: old school. You know, maybe it's the uh, fond memory as well, but I
0: like greasy Pringles potato chips. You're wrong. I don't oh. like crackers.
4: You know um, what? I tried them both, but I still like my uh, cheese that snapped.
1: I'll get the hell out of here. Of course, here. <laughs> Ian. Even
4: pick one of the options. I know. Seriously, I'm an idiot.
0: I'm not even a Pringles guy. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> That's Andy, I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna buy a shirt that said Pringles. I was looking them up on Amazon.
5: <laughs> wear on the
0: show. Just a
2: shirt with the big Pringles dude on it would be pretty yeah. funny. Pringles does has a better logo. I'll give them that.
3: So that was that was an abbreviated version of my uh, top ten shotgun round.
0: Nice, oh, nice. Yeah, we, we, Where's we, the shotgun sound? Yeah, we didn't do a shotgun round though. We didn't do shotgun answers. We tried.
3: It was more of the uh, extended version. Yeah. The round table. That was a round table version. True. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you
1: have any? you guys have any questions or things you want to talk about?
3: I just want to thank you guys for uh, all the years and for uh, inviting me on and letting me be part of the show. I really appreciate it and, and uh, thankful and uh, value you guys a lot as both friends and uh, friends and family. Oh,
6: thanks. Yeah, it's been a, a real welcoming crew. The first RC pod, free, free fall RC podcast, uh, free f- or flight. Um, best that you guys did. I remember how open and encouraging everyone was even though i didn't bring a helicopter with me so that was really nice
0: yeah and it's been great having you guys as part of the show and thanks for everything you've done over the years too
6: we appreciate all the
1: support and just you know yeah for us as well you know helping out especially in the early days where obviously you know didn't matter early days of today i still can't update the website or or, Or, you know, free uh, flight test podcast. Uh, flight test forms.
2: I would love to make fun of you, Steve, but I started that documents <laughs> link thing and and did really good with it for a couple months and then totally give up, so.
1: Yeah, and then I made up, like, I did some of it. You, yeah, the last
2: bit. update, you updated
1: And then like I was like, oh. six
2: months at one time and then I don't think you've been back yeah. either. Nope,
1: I was like, I'm done with it already. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We suck. Yeah, uh, at least I that the one thing that we need to get done consistently, consistently we did right the show. Yeah, got that mm-hmm. done. You know, yeah. Every
0: week. Yeah. I think one thing I learned from Chris uh, was that you know we kind of looked up to all the big names, and then when he was able to come on with Kyle Stacey, and when I got to meet Kyle Stacey for the first time in person and just hang out at Chris's event up there, you know, it's just yeah. like these guys are freaking normal dudes, man. They're not like they're really good pilots. They're amazing pilots, maybe the best pilot in the world, but you know, they're down to earth, normal guys, man, which I, I, that was, that was really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, to that sentiment, um, you know, when you meet people that are like on a different level at, at something that you're into, right? Like whether it's this hobby or any other thing, like, you know, Formula One racing or anything like that. And you see these, well, you kind of idolize them because, they can do something you can't at such a highly mm-hmm. professional and proficient level. Um, you know, but then when it comes down to it, we're all people, so what if you're good at twiddling your thumbs on the sticks? Like, I mean, it doesn't make you any really different than any other person to be honest. Right. So like,
0: yeah. And that can, that can easily, that can easily become a giant ego too. It could be. I mean, yeah. You've seen you, it. You, know, I'm gonna,
1: yeah. Yeah. In I'll in other so hobbies, I've yet, seen it. <laughs> right? There's, there's hobbies, even in the ERC, right? I mean, let's call it out the turbine folks, right? Usually are you know, their head is bigger than you know, as big as their wallet let's say, right? So, you know. You think a, lot that, of like,
0: so a lot of times, yeah, yeah.
1: You would think that, you know, people with that type of skill level you would think would have big eagles as well, but they're just you know, to, to in fact, one thing that I realize is I think they're even more 'Cause they're all they're all young, if you haven't noticed, right? Like Kyle's, you know, young and, and all these super duper like top one now pilots are all young. They're all under thirty, you know? And like, when you realize that, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you can really fly helis, but you're you're a young person still. You're still not in really an adult yet. Like you haven't had the responsibilities that we've seen, you know, in our lifetime. So um, it makes you kinda of think like it brings them back more down to earth, I think, right? It kind of level sets people, I think, you know, and, and your expectations of people. Right? That's really it is. It's your expectations of what the idolizing folks are.
0: Yeah. And I thought it was great to see that even a Kyle Stacey, when he plows something into the ground, has the same look on his face that I have when I plow something. <laughs> <laughs> in the I, saw, I saw that at uh, Hell's Over Delaware. Oh, Did, I saw that at RCHL. I'll, I'll never forget that.
1: 32nd of flight <laughs> it's one of those oh that uh, one kind too uh-huh.
2: kind of <laughs> piggybacking on what you're saying steve it's it's one of those hobbies where after a certain point you can't buy your way into getting better get, it takes the time like you can as far as helis go you can spend as much as you want but after you've already got a, a good decent heli mm-hmm. spending throwing more money at it won't no. get you pyro flips or or Bureau right. anything, or it, you it can't you improve your skills mm-hmm. by by spending yeah. money. I mean, some hobbies you can spend money and stuff works better, faster, stronger, whatever. But, but that but that's is, the, is a great equalizer.
0: But that's where the respect comes from too.
2: And yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember Kevin, you said this a while back, you know, with helicopters and I think why wow, you liked it so much. It's like, you know, it's, it's like no matter how like you get, no matter how confident and like big headed you get it it'll slap you right back down to reality and be like, yeah, no, you're right, right. you thought you was good. Nope. Yeah. Yep, nope. Yep. Dumped some right into the ground and now you're mm-hmm. $400 in the hole for <laughs> to fix this alley. Yep. Yeah. Ah,
0: yeah. Cool. Cool.
1: Okay. I guess, uh, that's it. Let's move it on. All right. All right. Ian, tech tip.
4: Hit it. I don't have one. What? Oh yeah. my God. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm
1: what, an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. At least eight times. Oh
4: I'm an God. idiot. I'm an idiot. Oh my God. I'm an idiot.
1: No, I just. <laughs> wow.
4: No, I just didn't get time to even work on one this week. I thought you, I you already think. had one for last week. Didn't you? Yeah. Did it. you say what that? What are you talking about?
5: <laughs>
2: You're supposed to have one every week.
4: I know. My bad. What were you going to talk okay. about last week? Uh, I was thinking about touching, um, uh,
0: touching. As far- don't even
4: remember. A- as far as uh, marking your uh, your your 12s packs, but I want to get something typed up first on that and try to get all the information together to prevent well, Andy
0: from The show's going to be buddy. over soon. So. <laughs> I got a tech tip. What's that? I took a part 690 this past weekend and. If it's a helicopter that you like and you're good with 3D modeling and you can model something, I, I I 3D printed a little holder where all the little screws go and I used that again this weekend. I still have it and it's, it's I don't know why. I don't know, man. Maybe I should come up with something for each Ellie, but uh, that
1: would it, be cool. It, it makes it really that would be awesome. easy
0: to pull the bolts out and you know put them in a little spot. Oh, and, man,
1: how about this for an idea? You make it and you have Gregor McGrath CNC it. And make it out of some type of, you know, maybe a little bit stronger than aluminum that can, like, um, clean all your threads of all your screws. You take out of your heli, you clean them off by putting it in there. I mean, you take them out, they're nice and fresh and clean to, you know, make it as, like, all the bits are, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it? Uh, the thread Like thing, threaded? You know? Yeah, yeah, but what's it called? Um, like a
0: tap and die? Type a tap type type and die
1: set, right. So, like, you're always screwing it into, like, a, a tap set or whatever, or a die set, die. whatever the one is that, you know, you clean your screws with. Right, you get all that lock Loctite off.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Or you'd screw it in and couldn't get it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: a lot. That's a lot of screwing around for no need. I it's say, a lot of screwing say. around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's for the OCD people. It's for the people
2: that really You're are
1: OCD about like, okay, this, you know, M three by eight has to go back in the same spot as I took it out of. I. For me, I just throw them all in a pile, and then I'm like, look at this, 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 this is good. i you know, I know there's some people that are like, oh, well, no, this m 3 by 8 has to go right back in that m 3 by
2: 8
0: hole. Was, was well, I used to take the Dollar Tree foam and poke holes in it and then put the bolts yeah. in, you know, and label it little yeah. But then I was like, man, I should just design something. I don't something think I've ever had corner.
2: a problem with this. I just pile them up in a tray or something, and, or throw them in my little shot glass that I put acetone in. Uh, I just note of the note in my the length of the ones that come out. And then when you put it back together, it's pretty obvious to tell which ones go where, like which ones need to be longer and shorter.
0: You got to remember, Andy, I flew a helicopter with a tail boom that was full of a push rod. <laughs> anyway, that's true. So, yeah, I, I need all the good help point. I get. Good good just point. remember, you shit. know,
1: I don't know about you guys, but usually when I'm working my helicopters, I'm, you know, maybe a couple of drinks in or something else and, and both <laughs>
0: Yeah, so and, I'm, always, and you know I'll,
1: I'm relaxing and working on these things. So.
0: And a lot of times it's not one shot. Like I'm, I'll take yeah. it apart and then all our oh, parts, and then the a week later and come back and then the yeah. parts are all over the place,
2: yeah, that's my problem. I lose the screws and I just have to get new ones. Yeah,
4: <laughs> um, and then the the other thing is if you forget which uh, which hole needs what length screw, you can always resort to the manual, and check your sizes with a caliper. Boom, done. Tech tip. I
1: wonder you're wrenching for weeks and years. <laughs> Holy no. Moly.
4: It's God. very seldom that I actually have to do that, but I have done it.
1: You're like, oh, shoot. Okay, where's the manual? Oh, got to download it again. Oh, got to, oh, I'm going to print it out. Oh, okay, here's a copy to, now. I got, got it. A,
0: Steve, got, uh, a, got, to, got to download the manual. Uh, I can't do that because I got to update my laptop. Okay. Uh, uh, my laptop I, I use laptop my fucking phone, dude. <laughs> oh, so. okay. Yeah, oh, man, you can you guy. can look up uh,
4: about every manual on the, on the Urcha app. Hey, Chris, I can tell you one thing
2: I'm not gonna miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All
4: right. Oh, I'll miss you, Andy.
1: <laughs> okay, let's move it on then. No tech tip. Uh wait, does
0: Kevin you have
1: uh rotten
0: tomatoes? Well I, well, I had a tech tip. I do have rotten tomatoes too. Sure. I watched um, I watched the 2022 version of Hellraiser this weekend. Didn't know it was even there until I came I across it on my my Cody or Kobe box. I didn't know until old. you
1: mentioned it. Yeah, it was new one,
0: huh? It was uh, just brutal and different and the same. <laughs> I don't know that movie
1: when I when I when I, was out, when I watched Hellraiser I was I was like like around ten to twelve like that like. Well, with where, this, like everything was like, holy shit,
0: with this movie you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss two hours goodbye. So that's about <laughs> it. That's my review. <laughs> nice. All
1: right. Damn. All right. Do we have uh an Andy snack box um, I
0: Can't
2: think of
5: anything.
2: <laughs> can't think of anything off the top of my head. I wasn't prepared because I knew Ian had a tech tip. Mm. I watched that new uh, Enola Holmes movie on Netflix. That was pretty good oh, sequel. Yeah? I don't know if you guys had ever seen that.
5: Yeah. With, uh, Loved it, too.
2: Really, Bobby Brown. Yep. So I would recommend that. Huh. Okay.
1: Okay. Let's move it to news and announcements, then.
0: All right. Let's do some news.
1: And?
2: Announcements. All right. What do we have here? We have... This feels weird because I already talked about this. But the IX-14... 14 channel dsmx transmitter this is the newest line i want to bring it up tonight because i talked about it on the helihead show but since nobody will ever hear that i want to bring it up here (laughs) i thought david hill might know something about this
6: He's more into the
2: airplane and the quad sides no nobody uses spectrum over there
6: no we're all into the multi uh what do you call it yeah
2: Multi-channel yes. radios, open TX. yeah, open, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, open TX. yeah. I guess that's true.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's um, it's the newest line I in their I IX it. stuff. Yeah, but you don't understand.
1: Well, because they have a twelve and they have a twenty, right? So like, yes, fourteen just like different. Well, way. I
2: assume it's it's probably got better stuff in it. It's just a newer version of the twelve, maybe.
1: Hmm. Oh, it's just like a replacement of the twelve. Cool. You that's know, what
2: like. I thought. I don't. Really know.
1: Yeah, I know the 12 was I mean like an days.
2: upgraded. Not a it may not be a, even a replacement, it might just be an upgraded. I That's guess cool. what we're saying is we don't really know anything about this, but it <laughs> exists. So you can <laughs> yes. do your own research if you'd like yeah. to know more.
1: You've heard it here if you want to look into it more. <laughs> go go as Jersey. You know what the Jersey State model is? Come find out for yourself. So yeah, yeah. just come find out for yourself. Go go look it up yourself. Right. <laughs>
2: All right, I, wish I, could tell you, I wish I could tell you more about it, but I just don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not knowing anything about anything, <laughs> uh, Futaba USA has flash sale with up to 30% off some of their most popular products. A oh, few man. other deals along the way. And once again, if you've got Futaba, go to Futaba USA and find out for yourself. Because I don't know what's on sale or what's not. We go check it out. If they got stuff at thirty percent, that's a pretty good discount. Mhm. Yeah.
1: We're talking about discounts. Is the Maniacs lipo
2: doing one as well? Oh yeah, yeah. The buy one get one fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? That's this month, right? This whole month.
1: Yeah. All so month. November. Yeah. All month
2: of November. Yeah. So nice. stock up on your Maniacs packs.
1: That's twenty-five percent off. Yeah.
0: I'm yep. in the market for batteries for sure. Yeah, you need some a good time to get some. <laughs> I got. I got batteries up puffing in my garage, and I'm like, well, "What am I gonna do yeah. with these?" Yeah, uh, give I'm them to hatchet, Jersey
1: and you but, leave them back on that that you know box that you had.
5: I think I'm just gonna <laughs> throw in them in my yeah, right.
0: It's still there. I'm <laughs> sure still it's still there. there.
5: I'm
2: sure, right.
0: I'm gonna put it in my Home Depot bucket and stick it out in the hurricane. <laughs> <that's what
2: laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah, because you'll need. Uh, do you even have any five thousand or six twelve s? Packs or five thousands? You run in parallel, a series. No, because yeah. you run forty somethings on yeah, your six ninety, right? 45.
0: I have forty ones and thirty sevens. The five thousands yeah. I use 6S on the oxy five.
1: Yeah, but you yeah. two of them you can match.
0: If I was you, I would buy four
2: more 6S five thousands, mm-hmm. and double them up to using the specter, and then you can also use them individually in oxy five. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I wouldn't yeah. get stick bags. Do it.
0: I'm gonna tell Steve and Ian this later, Andy. But that's a good idea. I won't tell you that now, though. <laughs> yeah, <don't, laughs> nah, goes don't right here. And yeah, not on the show.
1: No, no. No, yeah, no. Come on, wait six more episodes, <laughs> then you can uh-huh. tell them on the 358
2: episode. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will yeah. hear it.
1: Eight episode. <laughs> All right. What else, uh, is we, that got? It? What else we
2: got? I don't know of anything else. I'm sure there's more stuff. But I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, y'all, you want to hear some news announcements? I didn't hear until I, I read it on the flyer. There's supposed to be some podcast, live podcast at the rodeo. Oh, nope. yeah.
2: I don't know who's doing oh, it. Nice. I was
1: never asked, so I don't know.
2: That might have been if you announce it, it'll happen situation. Ah, I feel it's a dream.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So I have a, I have like a, it's not really a news or an announcement, but I happen to be watching YouTube and I came across the latest like build that they had uh that flight test had was an f-14 have you guys seen this thing like no it's pretty pretty large it's like (laughs) they're it's um their master series just the inner working structure of the plane has got to be like three feet across the wingspan on this thing must be like six foot it's like i said it's pretty large and i didn't watch the entire two-hour video But I started thinking, like, these are the guys that came from, like, simple planes, and now they're kind of gone in the other direction. Like, this is such an intricate build. Uh, I would love to see this thing in person and fly, but it's something I would never build. Because it's still made out of that. I know their foam's a little bit better, but still, it's not Balsa. Like, the control surfaces are going to start warping.
2: It's a lot of time and energy put into a foam plane, huh?
0: Yeah. With disposable plane, to be honest, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh just, just uh something that caught my eye and I thought was you know because I haven't watched their videos their their you know their YouTube channel in a long time and I came across it and I was like, Oh this is really interesting. And I was like, My God, it's so intricate now. Like it's cool to see what they can do with foam, I'm but then go, again I'm it's like foam, look that
2: up and you know? see what it is.
0: Yeah, it's their master series F fourteen okay. Tomcat. So the wings move, it's you know, it's a top gun thing. Oh wow. But it's super Thanks. intricate. Well, I've got an announcement we can
2: make. Um, I think we've already talked about it, but Torches Winter Bash is coming up in a few weeks, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And Apaca, Florida, near Apopka. Orlando. I think everybody knows about torches, right? Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, it's $40 pre registration, $60 at the event. They got a long list of sponsors. And. I'm going down there. I think Kevin's going to come by for a little while,
0: maybe. Damn right, I'm coming by, man. I took Friday off. I'm I'm leaving oh, Friday. Oh, nice, nice. I'm gonna be up there Friday, Saturday.
2: All right, nice. Come say hi to us, and it should be a good time. Yeah, visit Florida in the winter. It's as far north as the I'm only, going. Only the only good time to go to Florida the winter.
1: Mm-hmm. The winter yep. time. Yep, yep. I agree. Sweet. All right, just wanted to right. throw that out there. Cool. Okay, let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby?
2: Next for me? Yeah. What's we'll next, next for you, Andy? Rodeo, baby. Hmm. Flying out Thursday, getting out there five o'clock or so, and I'm coming back Sunday evening. Should be a good time.
1: I'll go next since uh, mine's very similar. Yeah, I'm heading out to the rodeo as well. Fly out Thursday morning. Um Stop at a couple of different airports and do a nice little round in the US and then get to Arizona and yeah, even Thursday and uh and I, I messed up on my flight, you know, this is uh you know, another late night purchase of mine. You know, when I booked the uh, return flight, I ended up thinking of booking eleven fifty nine AM. Oh boy. But it was eleven fifty nine PM on Sunday night. So I ended up an extra <laughs> Extra day of being out in Phoenix. I'm coming back on a red eye um, and probably letting in, in Richmond back around like uh, I think around 10 a.m. on on Sunday morning. So.
2: Hey, Kevin, yeah, you see a that. pattern when Steve does stuff late at night when he's, quote, relaxing? <laughs> it always goes awry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Usually yep. when it's late, late night, I'm trying to uh-huh. stay
2: up
1: later than I should, really.
0: Uh-huh. Mhm. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't stay up late and surf the internet, Steve. Bad things happen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the moral of the story. Moral of the story.
1: Yes. All right. Who's next, Kevin?
0: Yeah, I'll go next, man. Uh, I have two days of a hurricane, and mm. I'm gonna be. The courthouses are all okay. closed, which is cool. And then we were off Friday for Veterans Day, so I got like the next five days off, man. Little mini. I don't know. It's not really a vacation i I'm going to be stuck in the house with my wife. Oh shit. She might've heard that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, it'll be cool. I'm just going to be hanging out. I'm just going to chill, man. Life's been like really sped up for me in the last couple of weeks, just like working on the house just doing different things that I've been trying to get done. Like th- there's like networking stuff in my house that I'm trying to get like taken care of. Like, and you know i'm trying to finish this room paint and all this stuff and i don't think i'm gonna get to any of that stuff but i just want to i just want to chill for a day you know just take a day slower than normal Mm -hmm. but i got all the cool ideas for this place and it's coming along so but i hopefully i can get to the field maybe maybe this weekend at some point get some flights in i'm sure i can because i think it's supposed to be out of here by friday this storm nice
2: I hope you, it's Ian? not too bad on you. Yeah,
0: I, I hope not. I mean, like, uh, the guy, you know, the guys in the office today, I was like, you know, you gotta guys got to remember, I'm like, I can fill you all in on what to do with during a snowstorm. But with a hurricane, like, I don't know, cat one, do you put up your shutters or do you not put up your shutters? One guy's like, oh, I don't put mine up unless it's category three or, or higher. And so, yeah, I don't know. And one guy was like, oh, just see what your neighbors are doing. Uh, so, uh, uh, it's like trying to get help here. It's like, you know? I don't know if the neighbors know anything. Yeah, my neighbors are idiots. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But, yeah, we'll see. Last time it wasn't too bad when it came across this way, but this way's this time it's hitting us right on the coast Yeah, it's, it's hitting you dead on, I think. But we'll see. All right. Well, what about you, Ian? What do you got coming up? Uh... Uh, wrenching... Doubles. Uh, doubles. Discord. Not to mention. Not to mention. <laughs> oh my fucking
4: God. No. Yes, no? there is doubles. Okay. <laughs> there is Discord. <laughs> Wrenching, but not on Hellies. Um Friday. Yeah, I'll probably be on Discord, but it will be much later. I'm probably not gonna be on there on time, but I have to pick up the Jeep and then I gotta take the kids. Uh over to their mom's house and, uh, you know, how you guys, you know, you're all in relationships and you got that honey-do list. Well, I got the baby-daddy-do list. Um, My oldest daughter wants me to go ahead and hang a TV up on her wall and, you know, should not trust uh, the ex-wife with uh, power tools. So I'm going to go ahead and take up that chore and uh, help put the TV on the wall and do a couple other little things that she's probably not capable of doing and then go home, work doubles for the weekend then go pick up the kids. Um, It'll be super cool to have the Jeep back legal on the road, driving, functioning, no noises, nothing. Uh, I'm probably just going to throw 40 bucks in it and kiss that 40 bucks goodbye (laughs) for a few days and then get get back to driving the Honda and saving that gas while the Jeep is parked in my parking lot out front um, other than that that's that's really all I've got going for this week uh, probably not even gonna touch a helicopter yet again because time is a luxury these days
0: okay yeah who's next? who's next? Yeah Andy. Dave? Dave, Chris, Andy. I to win. Are you Andy paying went,
3: attention? Dude. Right. I'm an idiot.
0: White
4: shit. Hey, I can't help it. I've got the attention span of a parakeet, so it's all good.
3: No, I want to get out and play with some more RC stuff before it starts getting cold up here in the upper, upper New York. Uh,
6: great. Every Thursday night, I host an indoor um, quadcopter flying, Tiny Whoop at our church we have a course we have four regulars and sometimes cool. up to six people nice. um yeah it, it's it's tons of fun to fly whoop around it of course takes an average of 50 seconds per 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 circuit and yeah. yeah last 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 week i did my best i did four circuits three of them under 40 seconds and we one at 45 yeah it was like tremendous it was the only one I didn't crash out in but you know
4: (laughs) (laughs) it's been so long since I've messed
0: with quads (laughs) yeah same so Dave do you put like a monitor up with a feed so people can see
6: oh last year we did yeah last year we ran um, YouTube uh, live uh, streaming for like three or four weeks and you know we had one visitor so we didn't do that anymore but Mm -hmm. Uh, we were able to stream. Um, there's there's five of us flying. We were able to stream the race timer or divide the screen into six places, so you could watch each of the racers and the and the race timer. It was a lot of fun.
2: Oh, that's cool. Very cool, man. Those tiny whoops
6: are a lot of fun. The yeah, they yeah.
2: They're getting
6: mine. They're getting uh more yeah. complex. Like um, they're. Some guys are flying three and four S, you know. Wow. Oh wow, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still crazy. in the I'm still in the 1S, um, 75 millimeters, and these guys are going 75, 3s, and just yeah, cooking. It's amazing. What is and the
4: more... <clears throat> what is the milliamp hour on those batteries? I mean those things um, gotta be
6: fat. They are. They're they're really big. They're like you know, they're like tiny trainer, three inch well power you know sources but uh what's amazing is they're now putting digital uh digital feeds on them rather than analog so your yeah. your video's crisp crispy clear you never have dropouts i'm still running analog get some flickering and stuff yeah yeah
0: that's amazing that technology Surprised. i can get all that on a tiny loop
6: yeah, yeah. that's yeah well that's, that's why awesome. you're running that's why you're running two S and three S to get that enough power to lift that weight. True.
1: Cool. All right. Let's move it on to listener pipeline. I heard we had some,
2: we have some, I I wasn't paying attention, so I'm not prepared. Well, damn it. Ian started talking. (laughs) I just pass out. Well, Hey,
0: I'm going to bring up something (laughs) that we were, we're talking about real quick while you're getting ready, Andy, that the last show we did, Chris, I was, listening to it this past week and i was like you know up until that show everybody's like what's your favorite show like that was up there with one of my favorite shows because that was you think about it's pretty amazing get 15 podcasters all together no matter what the topic is you know to talk about whatever for a couple hours that was pretty amazing i want to say thanks again to everybody that showed up because that was it was really cool something i don't know if we'll see again you know And oh
4: man it was so much
0: fun it was a lot of fun.
2: I, I kind of hate that we jokingly named it a train wreck because it ended up actually being a really good discussion. And I yeah. didn't, I mean, there was a yeah. little bit of talking over one another, but not bad, I didn't think. Right. So I thought it, it turned out really good. I yeah. was
4: expecting kind of like a full lobby in Discord on Fridays I and mean, everybody's talking over one another, but it was actually decent. Yeah.
1: I think people knowing that it's a show. Um, and then we also, um, we're running video for the most part, I think, for most people I have video on, um, which helps, you know, not talk over each other as much.
2: Yeah. All right, you guys ready for some voicemails? Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Check this first one out. This is weird.
3: What's going on, Free Fall Boys? It's Rybert. I can't believe you guys are ending the podcast. My Friday will not be the same. Best of luck to all you guys. Love you, and I'll talk to you soon. See
0: All right. Thanks Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris.
3: No doubt. So, I just listened to
8: the episode where Kevin bitched at us about ha- not having real bikes or real motorcycles. That <laughs> Harley is a real motorcycle. So, apparently, in Kevin's mind, a real motorcycle is so loud that it deafens people in a five mile radius, vibrates so much that it agitates your prostate, and leaks oil like a sieve and every time that you ride it you have to put in a quart of oil yes kevin that is a real harley that well, is that is a real motorcycle a harley is a real motorcycle i totally get it now thanks for sharing
0: he's not wrong about any of those
1: no he's not wrong He <laughs> forgot one too you know the tow truck you're going to need to tow it when you break down the side of the road he's, well, that's such, what
0: a <laughs> for.
2: he's such a monte jr
0: well that's because he hasn't met a girl that would like to sit on the back of that harley with all that vibration yet. So when he does, we might figure some stuff out. Who knows?
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> no, he's right. I mean, geez, I had a, I had two It, uh, I had a Kawasaki and a Harley at one point and I'd go from one to the other, have to shift on the other side. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just bust their chops. That's all I'm doing. Cause when I had my Kawasaki, the Harley guys would bust my chops. So only fair to pass it on. Yeah,
2: it's all about busting chops.
0: Yeah. All right. It,
2: okay. What? But
0: I was going to say, if you talk to some of the really old school guys that ride Harley's, they were like, yeah, in the '60s and '70s, we're leaking oil all over the street and had to ride in boots, and the guy on the Honda would go by in tennis shoes, and they know where it's at. Oh, so it's, it's only, a, and, and right now the I don't know, the bottoms fell falling out of it and whatever. Just get out there and ride. Yeah, just ride. I'm going to stay home, but thanks. <laughs> all right.
2: We got some more voicemails.
7: Hey guys, Steve in Florida. How y'all doing? Man. Oh man. I got so much to say in such little time to do it. Uh, great job. on one of your most recent, some of your recent podcasts, the goblin 420. That was uh thanks a lot for that, Andy. I got one and it's going to be finished soon. Very soon, man. Very soon. Bert Cameron. He was great to hear. He's got all kinds of cool things talking about the past and the present and where the industry's going and then there's the not to be forgotten the most recent train wreck. Oh my gosh. Each podcaster was nice to hear uh, on the free full RC podcast, but I have to comment on one thing that Dan Reed said to RC Helly nation. He talks about where people get really kind of angry when the podcast ends, you know, it sort of reminds me of, of a movie once upon a time, Called Network. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that or not, but,
8: uh, crime, if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller. And all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel belt and radios. and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not good at leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm, Man, not, I'm not gonna take gonna this it anymore. anymore. I want you to get up right now. get up, go to your windows, open them and stick your head out and yell. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Things have gotta to-
7: Okay guys, so basically things are gonna change, you know? It's <laughs> not too late to change your mind now. What are we gonna do without the free four RC podcast? I'm mad as hell. So are a lot of other listeners, guys. We're just not going to take this standing down, sitting down, standing up, whatever. Uh, You guys need to rethink this whole termination of podcast thing. Just give it some time, boys.
0: Let me add add that you might see us do a show very soon, very soon, Steve.
2: (laughs) I don't know when that movie was made a long time ago. But isn't it, it funny that we still got problem with depression and russians and all those other things
0: yeah something tells mm-hmm. me that movie was yeah. in
2: black and white Circled back around yeah, yeah
7: all right feeling. we got another one here hey guys what's going on tonight man that's why i had to unload a little bit off my chest things that was bothering me but uh just got a couple other things to talk about this past week i flew four days man great flying in south florida then i got on a jet flew to vegas Went to Aviation Nation, which is done every couple of years at Nellis Air Force Base. Man, those F-22s, the Thunderbirds, and some badass military helicopters, all part of the show. What a great time. Then went to the Grand Canyon. Unbelievably huge. First time I've been there. A lot of fun. Recommend it. Then, actually, it's just basically a hole in the ground, so what can you say? uh then on this coming thursday in a couple of days i'm going to a well-known worldwide event the southwest le rodeo there's a good possibility i might see steve and andy from what i understand and also as normal a couple of no-shows probably kevin and ian won't be there uh, yeah, Kevin, no, i understand you're getting a little bit of a blow from the down south that's a whole nother story and ian well maybe just some 420 action don't know for sure Anyway, guys, hope to see uh, y'all at the Southwest Rodeo for all of you can make it. Uh, Looking forward to getting with some of the Maximum Collective guys. Speaking of some guys, that uh, one guy that uh, I'm not sure if he has Maximum Collective, no collective, or no collective control. Oh, man. What is that Nick Wisdom guy, man, on that other podcast? You know the one, RCHN? I think that Dan is going to have to ring that guy in a little bit. Hey, Nick Wisdom, calling you out, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Looking forward to see you maybe in Orlando at the Winter Bash. For all of you can make it first week in December. Highly recommend it. You want to be there if you can. That's it, guys. Hope you're doing well. Thanks again. Hope you may maybe change your mind and decide to make this podcast go on a little bit longer. Take care. See you soon. Bye.
0: I've seen Steve Shaw fly firsthand, and I can tell you he's going to fit in perfectly with Maximum Collective.
1: Podcast, <laughs> 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 nice.
0: Yeah, all right. Maybe he'll Thanks, find Steve. some
2: other podcast to annoy. Oh, be good.
0: That's Andy at FreefallRCPodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All the, the other podcasters the
2: are gonna are gonna call us and give a shit for sending Steve over there because he's <laughs> so annoying. Hmm. No, now it'll be fun. To, podcast. It'll be fun to see Steve out in the out there. Yeah. Probably show up Saturday, two o'clock. Go back to his hotel,
0: four thirty. No, his wife's with him, so she'll have him on a tight schedule, dude. Yeah, maybe. He he called me this past week, and uh, while he was driving to Grand Canyon, I could just see him getting
2: lost somewhere between where Vegas and Phoenix, and he's wandering around the desert.
0: How do you get lost? There's there's nowhere to go. It's, it's like one road. There's like big
2: He can't get from Florida to North Carolina on time. So, how is he going to get
4: around out there? That's true. Watch, well, he no, takes don't a think. wrong turn into Kansas or something.
0: No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Kansas is nowhere near there. I know. I'd yell at you for geography lessons, but I have no idea where you live.
1: <laughs> <what I>
0: <laughs> that was I the point.
1: <laughs> All right. We have any more voicemails?
2: That is it.
1: Okay. All right. Before we wrap it up, I want to give a huge shout out to David and uh, Chris for coming up on the show again. Uh, it's been definitely a long time since uh, you guys have been on. So, my yeah, pleasure good to catch up. Yeah, my
6: good, pleasure, good, guys.
0: Good to catch up and thanks for everything you've done for us. Uh, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Thanks for being part of the show. Big part. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay, I guess
1: let's wrap it up. We are, let's see here, Facebook likes. We're at one thousand four hundred thirty-seven likes. That's plus two new likes. Um, That number doesn't go up, so it's interesting that we get new likes. Uh, But yeah, we have Jake Gerwin and Zudong Wang. Awesome, thanks guys. Cool. Uh, Just to give a shout out, Zudong's the owner of uh, Theta Servos. Oh wow, nice. The owner and the main engineer, the one who built all these servos. So.
0: All right, Facebook comments. What do we have? Well, on the last show, episode three hundred and fifty, Philip Podcasters, aka Trainwreck, Justin Wyatt said, "Who is Gray Eagle Junior? I need the
5: truth."
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll have to save that for the last episode, huh?
0: <laughs> we'll have to get in contact with him. See, yeah, that's cool I, I don't to... even
1: think he's around anymore, is he?
0: No. See if it's cool to reveal his identity, oh, we might reveal it anyway. Uh Bill Grant said over twelve guests on a single podcast episode. Congratulations, Freefall just hit Wu Tang Clan status. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice, I'll take that.
0: And I wrote it was so much I we recorded that great time and and I think even you know collectively we were talking after we recorded that like the next day and we were all like, Yeah, that was a a lot of fun that episode hopefully you know sometimes when you record them they don't come out the same way as doesn't
1: translate yeah yeah
0: sometimes it's it's a little bit different when when it comes out but uh that, that was a great show and i said thanks to everybody who can make it and nick wisdom said uh dude that was a lot of fun i was bummed that the internet in my hotel decided to implode and he fell off the call and thanks for having us on and i said yeah i'm glad you made it and i saw that he was trying to reconnect and we were trying yeah. to get him back in yeah. Um, and geez, I posted a video, I haven't checked this, of Steve flying his, his Goblin 570 multicolored. And Dwayne Six said, so is the two-tone done intentionally for visibility? And I said he was trying to decide on the color, or so the story goes. Bill Anthony said, pretty good flying. Eric Shue said, madman in action. Bruce Thompson said, wow... Steve doesn't talk much when he flies. He needs to fly more. (laughs) And I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Dan Turik said, crisp stick movements and the common commentary is on point. And to wrap it up, Jason Muir said, I thought Steve Shore would be throwing down like an expert the way he talks. So I guess not, Steve. When's the next heli building lesson? Question mark. Three times question mark. How do I take it out of the box? Question mark. Uh what to join what? The canopy isn't big enough to fit on my head. Ain't traveling to us from <laughs> ain't traveling from Australia to Florida for a building lesson. Oh, Jason lives in Australia. All right. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> See, Steve Shaw's getting his balls busted from people around from, the yeah, world. All
2: around <laughs> the world. I love it. it <laughs> makes me, it makes my heart happy.
0: Me too. He he had a good flight. There was a couple of things I was like, oh, shit, what's he doing? He can actually fly pretty
2: decent if he just calmed down a little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him fly really good. He just, I don't know what gets into him to chill out a little. He'd be a really smooth pilot. Yeah.
1: Turn the rig down, turn the collective down, he'll probably
0: be right. Yep. I would agree. There's a couple guys I don't take my eyes off of when they fly, and I think he's probably one of them. And uh, oh, Ian posted a couple memes Monday morning after a electrifying weekend at RCHO. Uh, Jay's helicopter watching him pull, watching him clean up after fall pull. Uh, and you just got to see these. <laughs> <laughs> There's another funny one at Jay. Jay Treadway.
2: Do so we got to go back to some of the episodes? We haven't oh, done this in a, in a few weeks, have we? Right, right. Just trying to think. Did we do? We didn't do, do it do last part? week because of the. Uh, thing and then we didn't do it when we had Bert on either because it was going long. Did we or
0: did we? Uh, Maybe we did. Um, I can't remember, but I know. Yeah, we didn't do it last week, which was 3:49 with Bert Cameron. Another great episode. I had a lot of fun with Bert. Um, Steve Williamson said, "Damn, it's been almost two years since the last BKRc podcast." Really, I did not know that. Wow. uh Need to hear more old men 3D stories agree with steve and jason muir again said here's an idea you were wondering how to reach more of the community to get more people in flying helis how about you four do a <laughs> podcast
2: oh well, that's a great idea
0: yeah why did not we think about that huh hmm.
2: <laughs> all
1: right what else do we have we have anything further back or that's it that's far I, we
0: did read this about um uh, the last one with the the review series we read this because okay. it's all about chuck going in the water yeah, yeah going water. into the water all right yeah. cool
4: all right
2: on uh listener post we got some uh-huh. photos from chris reibert his pink canopy and a drift body drift car body uh, So check those out and a uh, link to a youtube video i've been flying his pink 420 raw
7: okay, i nice. do like
2: the looks of that Chris it's pretty cool. Cool. Check those out. All right.
1: Cool. All right. Uh people pod beam. Oh,
2: people pod beam. Oh
1: wait, website comments.
0: I forgot website oh, comments. Oh, website comments.
2: Website okay. Comments. We do have some um we have one from Darren Weens. It's very long about um going in the water. It's just, eh, let me just read it real quick. Yeah. He writes, uh, subject: Helis and water. Hi guys, had to respond to Ian's tech tip about helis that have gone in the water. My RC flying field is surrounded by moats. So I have had three helis in there. One of them was in that moat for a week. And he awesome. used three explanation points, Kevin, because he knows you like that. Okay. I also used to work in the commercial two-way radio industry. One of our customers was a houseboat rental company that used to drop portable two-way radios in the lake on a regular basis. <laughs> Through that work, I learned a few tricks about cleaning water damage from a heli. First of all, the rice thing is an urban myth. It doesn't do a thing, and it's a complete waste of time. Descant powder might do something. I honestly haven't tried that, so I don't know he says andy is correct about the conductivity of water in fact pure water is actually an insulator it's the impurities and minerals in the water that can make it very low resistance he says i'm not a fan of alcohol for getting rid of the water it can help but i find there's always a bit of a film left behind that can make things a bit of a pain afterwards so here's what i do with any electronics that get wet Number one, remove them from the heli as soon as possible and open them up as much as you can. Take servos, ESC, flybarless receiver, and any other electronics apart as far as you can. You want to access, you want access to as much of the circuit boards as possible. I use a product called Neutral that's NU-T-R-O-L and completely soak the circuit boards in that. I want those circuit boards dripping with the stuff yes it's going to be messy so i have lots of rags and paper towels handy it's also recommended to use gloves as neutral isn't great for your skin and is difficult to wash off afterwards number three take an old toothbrush and scrub the circuit boards down neutral is a petroleum based rather than alcohol based and so it will displace the water rather than evaporate it scrubbing it down with an old toothbrush can help make sure it pushes the water out of everything even under the small components Uh, number four take the rags and paper towels and dry the neutral off i find paper towels seem to work the best number five repeat steps two through four at least once or twice often let the electronics sit soaked in the neutral overnight as well number six take a magnifying glass and carefully look at all the traces on the circuit boards to see if anything appears to be corroded If so, they can be repaired, but you need some good soldering skills to do that. (laughs) Sorry, Ian, I don't think your skills are high enough. LOL. (laughs) Yeah, no. Number seven, reassemble everything and test before putting them back into the helicopter. And he writes, yes, this is something that can take a bit of time, but I've had the heli back in the air, depending on the other broken parts, by the next weekend by following these steps. I've also had a very high success rate of reusing the electronics by doing these steps. I would estimate that I have about a 95% success rate of the electronics being 100% safe and fixed by doing this. The only times these steps didn't work. Was when the damage was far more severe, like burnt out circuit boards uh, happened to an ESC. I had once or damage from pulling the device apart happened on a BEC once. Oh, and the batteries are actually quite well sealed, so as long as the leads don't get corroded off, they typically still work just fine as well. Hope this helps, guys. Great show otherwise. I'm sorry to hear that you're shutting it down. I know that all great things must come to an end, but it's still sad when it does. I've considered Free Fall to be one of the premier RC Heli podcasts for a long time now, and you've never let me down. Look forward to staying in touch with you guys even after the show is done. Darren. Awesome. Thanks, Darren. A lot of good Thanks, info Darren. there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of good I know info. I
2: went through it pretty fast, but you can rewind and listen again.
1: That's cool that he had uh that high of a success rate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 95% of the time, they're 100% good. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know what that, that, that other 5% of the time? Maybe they're 50% good. I don't know.
0: Yeah. He, even Chuck <laughs> was saying similar things. Yeah. Like, been flying a lot of stuff for a couple of years now.
2: he he's had his Neo that
1: wasn't yeah. flying it, so... Yeah. Awesome. I, Thanks, everyone.
4: Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think uh, the only thing that Chuck has really had go <clears throat> bad was uh, ESC, which that's to be expected. <clears throat> so, we got I got. Mean, go ahead, huh? Ian. Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to pass it on to you anyway. We got...
2: Another, here's an email from William Grant. Yeah, Uh,
0: one from him and Daryl.
2: Yeah, just writing as a fan to say thank you for the content over the years. Just think in seven years, you guys did it with less hosts than (laughs) Heads, RC Heli Nation, and even less than Wu-Tang Clan members. (laughs) (laughs) Even less than Wu-Tang Clan has members. That's pretty impressive. All those other Heli podcasters have something to work up to. I won't mention Wu-Tang Clan because they aren't a podcast. Not because they aren't a podcast, but because Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. (laughs) And in my opinion, so isn't Freefall. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have a secret weapon that could have kept the show going on with no effort on any of your part. What is that you say? No, it's not Ian's Tech Tips. It's Steve Shaw's voicemails. <laughs> I, I haven't been that hypnotized since I went to my first strip club at the ripe age of 18. You guys could just play a one hour of his voicemails till the sun comes up. I'd listen. Well, to sum it all up, anytime I see a goblin flown by Kyle Stacy, I think of you, Steve. Anytime I hear a gasser, I'll think of you, Andy. Any time I see any class of Heli and wonder if it flies like a 700, <laughs> I'll think of you, Kevin Is that
1: like the
2: 700? <laughs> And nice. time and any time I'm about to leave a bad tip for a waiter or waitress, I'll think of you, Ian.
4: Oh my oh, God shit. <laughs> Wow oh, it says
2: weird. I kid, I kid. I'd love to keep this email going longer than Steve Shaw's <laughs> voicemail, but I just don't know how he does it. Well, in short, thanks for all the content. I'll end this rant with a... Hi, Chris. Chris <laughs> it's from William hey, Graham. Hey, awesome. Thanks, William. Uh, a fantastic email. Yeah, all right, here's another one from Daryl Thorpe. Oh, wow. Got a lot a lot of long emails, too. Jeez. Hmm.
1: Yeah. A yeah. couple of questions.
2: All right. Hobby promotion, Daryl Thorpe. Hi, guys. Listening to your podcast with BK last week, great episode with Bert. Thanks for asking Bert to come on for one of the final shows. The discussion point about promoting the hobby was very interesting and also a valid point about promoting and trying to grow our hobby. The idea of a RC Heli reality show or documentary sounds interesting to me. Then the question comes up about how do we achieve this? My first thought is getting the AMA involved, and not knowing anything about or know anyone at the AMA, minus the secretary that I file my club forms with, I don't know how helpful the AMA would want to be or can be involved. I would think they could help with the financing and also the distribution of the series or documentary. I've been on numerous production shoots and understand the endeavor this could be, but espn was airing drone races on network tv so anything is possible another point all the talk shows the morning talk shows and cable night time talk shows espn shows you name it uh, it's all it's hard for daryl thorpe or steve young to cold call Stephen kerber and say hey we want to do rc Hillies. would Stephen like to see a demo on air of an rc heli in action by a top pilot and insert Kyle, Ben, Nick here. My thoughts. Maybe we could make something happen. Daryl Thorpe, That's all excellent points, Daryl. Awesome, thank yeah. you. I've, I've been know. thinking about for a while. I just don't know how to make it happen.
1: Cool. Okay. Well, is that it. We got more.
2: I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's all it. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Thanks, yeah.
0: Thanks, thanks so yeah, much. Thanks, guys. guys. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh
1: let's see here. Uh people podbean.
0: Yeah, people Podbean. A few things okay. happened. Uh David Warren started following us. He also liked episode <laughs> three thirty one Family Guy. Uh, Dale, yeah. liked episode, <laughs> <laughs> Dale liked episode Dale liked episode <laughs> three fifty. Fellow podcasters, a.k.a. Train Wreck along with Terry Muc- Music, Um Rockwin twenty seven eighty nine liked this. Steve Ho liked episode 349, Burke Cameron and Helly Man liked episode 338, fellow podcaster series volume eight with Darren Weens. Weens, Weens. That's it. So thanks, guys. All
1: right. So let's see here. Comment-wise, I think I read this, but I'm going to read this one again 14 days ago. Uh, Will, 14 days ago, says, I really want to miss when Andy is having banter with Kevin and starts chuckling. I love that chuckle. and always makes me smile. And that was a response to episode 348. <laughs> Thanks, degree. Will. I'm 14. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Hernia, 11 days ago, says the CGY and Futaba software is designed to weed out those who are not worthy. been <laughs> <laughs> listener <laughs> from nice. day one. Going to miss you guys except Ian. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. Like, whatever you do in the future. <laughs> yes, I'm not worthy. I didn't get a PhD. Damn it. All man. right uh let's see here there david warren eight days ago says great show yet again and that's for episode 349 Bert Cameron. uh let's see rock Rockin', Rockin', Rockin'. i can't say that two seven eight nine great episode from all of you especially Bert, who's always interesting to listen i appreciate your ideas in making the hobby known to the general public in order to enhance its popularity i've always thought about the america's got talent show i've seen merkel sessa yep Interact showcase their helis and TV shows in their country. Great job for all your dedication and years in the podcast. Rafael. All
2: oh, right, thanks. That's actually a good idea. I hadn't thought about yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I saw it would go of...
2: anywhere, but it might get some kid to say, hey, I didn't know that existed. That was cool. Right? You could
0: get somebody on the stage, even though it's lit up with, like, night blades and do some flying, and that would be pretty impressive to, like, the average viewer, I would think.
1: I think that the difficulties is like the average viewer would like, oh, the helicopter went upside down looks cool. But like for us, we're like, that's not cool. You got to like smack it around and get the shit out of it. Well, and yeah, I mean,
2: understand. yeah, but you that do that's something but that the about. average people would
1: think is cool.
5: Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. Let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, oh, uh, Terry Music. Yeah, four days ago says, great show. Going to miss listening to you guys. And yeah, that was for episode 350. And then 50 minutes ago. David Warren. Effing great episode. Uh, thanks for the entertainment once again. That's for episode 350. Fellow podcasters, a.k.a. Wreck. Thanks. All right. Thanks, everyone, who uh, left a comment and liked us on Podbean.
2: Yeah. Appreciate all, all right. the feedback. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Definitely appreciate the feedback.
1: Uh, let's see. What do we have for iTunes right review, right? We got something, right?
0: Are you looking? I'm looking just now. Just now, remember. No, I'm registering for, registering for uh, Winter Bash. Sorry.
2: Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I wanted to do
1: Friday's it before like, I got there. I don't mm-hmm. see anything. All right. So drop us an iTunes review or read the review on the next episode. Not many of those coming along. Uh, email us at 4 at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. free 4 c Facebook. Wait, no. I got that all mixed up. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash free 4 podcast. Check out our webpage. free 4 cpodcastshow Say it to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Bye. Uh flight test forums off the field, audio and video production, other than the flight test podcast, free R.C. podcast they added David Hill, aka to Fly.
4: Hi David.
6: Hi David Hill. Hi, David. Hi, David. Hi me. Hi me. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, fellow podcasters. We got the Heads podcast.
0: Yes, yeah, Kevin and Dan and like 40 other people. Like RC Heli hangout. Mm-hmm. RC Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, we got Maxim Collective Podcast.
0: That's what Greg, Gregor, and Steve.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Tell Rotor Podcast.
0: Two mics, Rich and Robert, and uh, Cliff.
1: Is Up.
0: Is Cliff on that show? Yes. Damn it, Cliff.
1: Him and Richard, how you guys.
0: Right. Skids yeah. Up is Darren, Frank, Javier, and Paul. Maybe Paul. Maybe not Paul. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe not. No, I haven't
2: heard Paul in a long, long time.
1: Yeah. It seems that he might be done. He's not editing
2: or doing the show. I don't like. I mean Javier said he wasn't, but that's not what the evidence is.
0: Mm-hmm. Frank Javier and Darren. Uh RC Heli Nation version three. Oh man, that's with Mr. Dan K. Reed mm-hmm. and the Minions. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks. <box>. Nick <laughs> Nick, uh Devin. Is there um who else is on that show? Oh Rob, Rob, Rob. Scott Graham. Scott. Scott. Graham. All right. Let's
1: see here. Uh Houdini RC Heli podcast. They're still around, right?
0: Yeah. Rich and Kenny. Yep.
1: All right. I'm going to skip a couple of ones that I know aren't around.
0: They haven't disappeared or- yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. RC Roundtable. That's with uh Fitz Lee.
1: Mm-hmm. RC After Hours. With Andre.
0: Two mics and a J. RC Plane Lab. Ron Tom. All
1: right. And don't forget to check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel.
0: Bill, 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 Bill. All right. <laughs> Mr. Bill. Like and subscribe. Uh-huh. All you right. You can subscribe.
5: That's... Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> that's, a bill, that's a Bill I know. Oh, no.
5: Yeah. All What's right. Hell? Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks to
1: our listeners. Here's skies, And we'll see you next time. Bye,
3: bye everyone. Bye,
1: bye everybody. See ya. Wait, he's actually sitting on the toilet. I thought he just sat like. Oh my god! He went down the
7: hallway. I had to flush you guys out one last time. (laughs) Nice.
2: make your computer update later
4: yeah it's updated it's just not booting up as far as the, the, the app
2: mine wanted to and I told it to fuck off I didn't have
6: time for that shit where is Ian? he's rebooting his computer turn it off turn it on again uh, so I just listened to the episode where
0: that sounds shitty well that was shaggy
4: How's my audio? Oh, much better.
0: Shitty, I can hear you. <laughs> <Jeez>.
4: <laughs>
2: you're a little low, Kevin.
4: This computer is pissing me off, dude. It
0: oh, well,
3: you're deep. pissing me off.
0: Come on, IT boy, fix it.
3: Ian, what are you yeah. gonna do? If people aren't putting you down weekly.
4: <laughs> Be <happy> oh well. <laughs> Nothing really much I could do about that. Just call right, me. Home. Be less <laughs> depressed work more doubles
0: let me see i wasn't paying attention (laughs) man if i was a guest i would have left by now i know say something steve
1: oh you're you're talking about talking to me
5: (laughs) see he doesn't pay attention either,
2: (laughs) you sound good when you're like that okay yeah